on this episode of Quantum Week, October 7th through 13th, 2001. Welcome to Quantum Week. I'm Matt. I'm Chris. Matt shouting. Quantum Week is a show in which Chris and I leap into a random week of a random year. And we talk about movies, music, headlines, stories. Um, and we are brought to you from October 2001. Are you shouting? Am I really shouting? Yeah. I think maybe this is just loud in your headphones. No, it's not. Uh, you're shouting. Uh, actually, the volume's fine. The volume's fine. Yeah, you're no, shouting. No, this is my normal voice. It's really not. This is really my normal voice. <laughs> you're shouting, man. I'm not shouting. We've got 100 of these. This is my normal voice in here. I think maybe you're hearing it. We have a whole new setup today. We, then you're not, yeah. you're not used to it. It's not because the quantum week theme sound the same, but you sound different. No, the quantum week is different. Usually I have this quantum week uh, knob pegged <laughs> and it's down today. And All the reason right. why it's down is because I think the levels in each one are off a little bit, but my, my level, like I'm looking at our little levels right here yeah. and they're not that much. They're not like really different. I'm not shouting. You're the people have to say, I guess. Well, I'll mix it. You'll so mix it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Not, gonna, no. well, not shouting now, motherfucker. Yeah. Right, I great. feel like I've done that. Now I've done that like 140 times. I think I do the same, pretty much the same no, way every time. That's right. That's, I wouldn't have, if it was, I wouldn't have said anything. Whatever. You're just kind of, you're, you're in a pissy mood because you're on a losing streak. No, that's true. But yeah. I'm, uh, but that has nothing to do with you shouting, but yes, I am in a pissy mood. So I think you might be a little more sensitive. Yeah. Strap in kids. I'm not sensitive. Just angry. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, we, before one thing I did see not feeling angry. It's two tours, two tours, two tours, baby. That's Get right. those gummies. Uh, two tours, as you know, has uh, a ton of great products. They have, uh, they have the drops, which I love. They've got the sugar, which the, I love. The salve. the salve, which I love. Uh, we talked about the gummies. They have a new wax. I recommend going to their website and checking out two tours.com. You can yes. check out uh, the wax product. They think they just unveiled that this week. So it's brand, 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 brand new. So definitely go and check that out. Yeah. If that's something you, you're interested in. For me, obviously, as you guys know, I love the gummies. All about the gummies. Seems like we've had a great um, response. Huge response from, from that. From you guys on that. So thank you so much for supporting tutorials. Thank you much for helping us out too. Um, the gummies are great. I think I've only seen positive things. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Both public and private. And yes. I think like... It's one thing to say, you'd say positive stuff uh, publicly, but it's, but it's a totally different animal to get like private feedback that's really positive because that's where you might hear some bad stuff. But there's none of that. No, it's I, like all positive. And I love it. I mean, no bullshit. It's great. Yeah. Uh, I, I love them. Um, they're fantastic. Uh, and it, I, one thing for me, if I was you guys, I'd be like, all right, well, I, I'm a big convenient guy, a convenience guy. Like if it's a pain in the ass, I just won't do it. Yeah. I just like, oh, I'm good. But like, it's literally very easy. Just go to tutorials.com. You order the gummies. They, they get sent to your house. Uh, and if you use the promo code QW, you get free shipping, 10% off. It's that easy. And it's it, so it easy. Pops, it's a really kind of piece. It comes in a nice package. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, it has like even like a Ziploc uh, top to it, which, you know. You can keep it close. Keep, keep it fresh. Closed, which I like. Yep. Uh, it's just, it's super easy. It's very low maintenance. And the best thing is the gummies are awesome. Yeah. Uh, I, I really, I really love, uh, I really love with how they make me feel. Like we mentioned, the difference between like Delta Eight and Delta Nine, right? Um, so I really love uh, what the Tutors gummies uh, can do, and uh, can't say enough good things about them. Tutors promo code QW QW. Get those gummies, baby! Right to your door. We have uh, we have T-shirts. Yeah, we do have T-shirts. Uh, last week, new we, we put up new T-shirts to commemorate a special time in Chris's life. The lost years. The lost years. I think it's a really sweet. Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> like lo- logo pat on the front too, right? It's you awesome. Got, you got the, uh, what is that? The, the, what the fuck? What is the thing the called? The happy meal. Yes, thank you. The happy meal, but it's the frowny meal. Yes. A sad happy meal. Uh, it, it makes me laugh every time I see which, it. You know, if you guys listen, or if you guys are long-time listeners, you know that I worked at McDonald's for uh, most of 97 to 99, uh, which is kind of this time uh, between uh, high school and college. I took like this two and a half year like sabbatical, but I didn't really do anything. I just kind of like- Tread water for Worked a while. at McDonald's. It was just kind of like depressed and lonely. Yes. It, was, it was kind of a, kind of a mess. Uh, and um, we talked about that. Uh, if you go back to any episode between like May 97 and the beginning of 2000, um, you'll hear episodes, uh, stories about, about the lost yeah. years. And the shirt represents that. I think it's fun. Um, it's, it's a fun, fun shirt. Um, definitely recommend checking that out. Um, and you can get that on our website. Yeah, you can just go to our website and there's a link to the store. Quantum-week.com. Quantum yep. Or if you like follow us on Twitter, there's always a link to our, um, to like all of our, all our store and website and all that stuff is is right there on the on the bio. But yeah, so quantum week dot com. You can right. get the the lost year shirt, and we also have our logo uh, shirts and hoodies. We didn't really talk about the hoodies enough. The hoodies no. are there too. Yeah, I've got a hoodie, and I really like it. Yeah, so, I'm a hoodie type of person. I like. I'm a hoodie. I'm a hoodie too. guy. Yeah, uh, I love the hoodie. Uh, Laura, my wife has the hoodie. She loves it. She wears it all the time. Super comfortable. It's really soft. Um, yep. So uh, the hoodie, uh, the logo hoodie, the logo t shirt, and then the lost year shirt. So there yep. you go. Get a whole wardrobe of quantum. That's right. What a thrill. Shall we move on to training day? Sure. Okay. How do you feel about uh, training day? Had a lot of, lot of output on Twitter today saying, yeah. oh, you guys better like this one. Oh, it's a top 20 movie, yada, yada, yada. It's one of those people want one other the direction too. So uh, training day is a, uh, a mediocre movie with some amazing performances that elevate it way more than it should be. Okay. I'm going to give it a C. And I think Oof. the performances are overrated. Oh, they're not that's bad. bullshit. They're not bad. That's bullshit. But I think they're overrated. That's bullshit. That's a, that's a bad That's a Particularly bad thing. Ethan Hawke is overrated in this. He's not. I don't think he's, he's very really good, good in I this. I think he's, he's okay. What is wrong with his performance? He's what really is, good in this movie. Well, okay. So part of it is not his fault because I don't like the way the character ri- is written. I the do written, not believe. The script sucks. I do not believe the motivations of the character at all. Completely agree. Um, and yeah, I just think. It's not the actor's fault. I just know no, that that part isn't. But I just think he's kind of a weak, like he sort of plays it very um what's the word like very like reactive and which is part of the part That's of the character who he is it's reactive but also like not aggressive at all he never stands up for himself barely barely does that barely stares up for himself and just gets kicked around the whole time i don't know these I, are script I, problems these aren't active performance you think that's all script yes well can he, he have, it's written on the page what is he supposed the whole the whole movie hinges on denzel washington's character being but, really charismatic really manipulative yeah and then ethan hawks like kind of this naive kind of deer in the headlights character the two leads uh washington hawk i mean denzel and ethan hawk could not be better see i These don't guys think are not the, pro- the park okay here it is i don't believe that that so i think ethan hawk has to play that character stupider in order for me to believe stupider. what's going on he has to be dumber he's got to be dumb and he's just not dumb enough you, um, you you've got to you have to be a complete meathead to go along with Denzel Washington I, throughout this journey. I don't like this. We'll get into the script. The script has a lot of problems. But I think he has Huge to play problems. it dumber. I don't, I don't know, man. You know what I, I, I How do you play it dumber? I, how do you do it dumb? Like, just start drooling? Like, I think you got to drool a little yourself? bit. Yeah, like, you like, how, yourself. Do you, how do you play it dumber? I don't, I don't know, but I didn't believe it. he's too smart to play this character then. Like, this is the wrong fit for him. He Ethan Hawke's a very intelligent actor he on is. screen. We've and seen I, that with, like, Boyhood yes. and, and a number yeah, of his yeah, roles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, even as a young actor, like, White Fang or Dead Poe Society, right? Yep. Like he's, he just exhibits really a good. real intelligence. Yep. A, like, a slacker intelligence, like, you know, reality bites kind of. But it's, there's some truth to it. And um, and that's kind of who, 
who yeah. he is. I've uh, always liked him as an actor. I like watching him in films. I will, I, so who do you cast? In, so like, what? I don't know who you cast. You got to cast someone dumber, like some sort of meathead, someone you know you're going to be able to get, like you're going to be able to push around. See, I, I, I think that's a terrible. So my whole thing with this movie is that uh, imagine if you casted, you know, two people who weren't as talented as Den- Denzel, like Blair Underwood from like LLR instead of Denzel, oh, right. and like, I don't know, Jeremy <laughs> London from like Mall Rats, if you had put him in yeah. Ethan Hawk. Like that would be a terrible movie. This Probably movie, because be- this script is so lousy that the, 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 the movie's directed actually pretty well. The script is so lousy though that it would just become a complete mess. Yeah, this is David Ayer at his bed, the guy who uh, wrote SWAT and U571 and directed and Fast uh, and the Furious. What's the horrible uh, DC movie? Um, oh, Suicide Squad. Oh, oh my God. Was that, oh, that my. was terrible. Might be the, the worst comic movie I've seen in my life. It's. Uh, there's a Aquaman's hat gives it a run for its money, but it's that movie bad, bright, right? Oh my God. Bright. You said it was horrible. Right? Is so, so I don't put it in this. It's like fantasy meets buddy cop. And it's tries to be humorous in ways and tries to be stupid message hammer. And what you didn't see it. You wouldn't know. No, 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 no. It good, is. Good. That is it a got terrible reviews. So I'm like, I'm out. Yeah. Horrible movie with Will yeah, Smith. David Ayer is not good. Not good. Yeah, not no, good. No, no, uh, no. Uh, but Antoine Fuqua is, is, it did a really nice job. This, and the reason I like his directing was because he got out of the way. It's, it's, yeah. it's pretty by the book directing more or less, but he knew he had Denzel. He knew he had Ethan Hawke. He knew it was he had Scott Glenn. Yeah. Like he's got some talented guys on, on the roster. So sometimes the best managing you can do is just kind of get out of the way. Get out of the way. You don't need to be too flashy. And I think some of the shots, he takes a couple, a couple of shots. He takes some chances on. They work. Yeah. I think Fuqua is a decent director. Uh, he was okay. I don't like his other films. Did you ever see shooter or tears of the sun? No. Tears of the sun's probably I haven't better. seen a lot of his stuff. Shooter's not good. His films. Oh, the magnificent seven remake. I saw that sucked. And he does a lot of films with, with Denzel and, and actually Hawk. And it's like, oh, I mean, they're just, they're just not good. This this might be the Tears of the Sun isn't bad. It might be better than this. This isn't a good movie. I'm going to give this movie a B or a B minus. It's one really? of those two for you me. You called it a mediocre movie. You think it's really It's a that mediocre high? movie with great performances. So this movie, so let's, say, let's say we had two, I don't know, generic actors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, just, a, you know, not even bad actors, but just average. This movie is a C minus movie. Yeah. But like the performances are so good. Like Denzel is so uh, magnetic. Yeah. He's re- and he, yeah, so you said you didn't like his performance either. What the I, didn't, no, I, I said it was overrated. I didn't. Oh, how, say- how is it overrated? Be- I just, I don't think like, yeah, I think he plays it like too big. I think he's like too, like I just, I've, I've heard that criticism a couple he's times. A, he's like, it's, he's a cartoon character. And so part of that is the script. Absolutely. But part of that is him too. He could play that closer to the vest. Both characters were unbelievable to me. That's the problem. And part of that is the script. Oh, a huge part of the script. script. Not all of it, but also part of the characters. The plot's unbelievable. The plot, yeah. Makes yeah, no yeah, sense. Yeah, it makes no sense. But the way that they're written to, I just, I don't believe the motivations of anybody in this movie, pretty much, except for Snoop Dogg. So yeah, so let's talk about <laughs> motivations. Well, actually, Snoop Dogg did a nice job. He did a good job, yeah. Uh, that's actually a good scene. Yeah. Uh, so well, here, a great motivation thing, and here's my initial issue with, if you're listening, oh, what's your problem with the plot? So the whole point, oh, I have a lot, but Jesus, yeah. the whole point of this movie or the whole point of it from Denzel's perspective is that he is trying to rip off Scott Glenn because he knows he has $4 million in his basement or whatever or under his house and he needs to pay Russians a million dollars. So it can save his life. So he can save his life. Right? Yeah. Apparently he always, he, he killed he a killed Russian someone? And, and the Russian wants a million. Just I, give me a million and we're calling it good. That's a weird. That is weird. I've never, okay, we're fine. Yeah, I, usually I, it's an eye for an eye. I would think. Yeah. Like why? And why would they think this cop is a million? Okay, fine. Whatever. Let's say you and why would you believe the Russians aren't going to do the hit anyway? Take the million dollars and kill him anyway. Like it, none right. of it made sense. Exactly. All right, whatever. Let's, yeah, yeah, let's, yeah. Okay. Fine. That's let's, all bullshit. Let's all we'll, yeah. just, all right, we'll believe that. So he has 
you know, he goes and gets the million dollars, but he gets it kind of late in the day. This movie, if you haven't seen it, takes place all in one day. He, he goes kind of late. Wouldn't it be the first thing you do that day is to go get like, why not only have he visits his house before that, that's the big problem. It's why are you going there in the first place? Why? Cause you're not really scouting it out. You're not like no, he's see, been there a million times. Yeah, exactly. So what's the fucking point? It's literally only done. So you, the audience member is kind of like gets uh, taken aback when you realize what they're doing. Yes. That's not a reason to do something in a movie. It's, it's not good storytelling. no, wouldn't it made more sense too if Scott Glenn was actually the Sandman character who never exists but they reference him multiple times? Wouldn't that have made more sense? Like he's this big like drug kingpin almost. I, yeah, I would have made more sense than this guy. Like I don't know what they shoot him in. Scott Glenn. Ha- so Scott Glenn says, "I want to go move to like in, when his first time we see him, he's like, I want to move to this what? For yeah, and, uh, uh, it was TG the Philippines. Or, Philippines. Yeah, oh, yeah, and live the rest of my life there. Right. You got four million. Just go. What are you waiting for? That would that that's like fifty million dollars in, in you know living here. Philippines is like really low cost of living. You'd have a great life. Why do you need more than four million? Get and the then, fuck out. And like so, uh, he wouldn't go out and like have a drink with. Oh, I don't see you out anymore. He's like, yeah, I'm not going out because I'm saving money so I can get out of here. It's like you have four, four million dollars. So uh, <laughs> <it was> just, <laughs> what? Just so at one point, uh, Ethan Hawke kind of realized what Denzel was kind of manipulating. He was like, oh, you or someone's he's like, oh, you've been planning this all day. He's like, I've been planning this all week. All week. Okay, fine. Why don't you just go rob Scott Glenn day one? Why wait till day seven? Well, it's not even, exactly. And it's not all week either because it was just a few days before he was in Las Vegas. Well, maybe he meant, okay, I'm being yeah. like, you know, yeah, whatever. But why not right when you get, the first just thing do I do it. when I get back from Vegas just go fucking do is it. go murder Scott Glenn and take get your, get your go, go get your buddies and why go kill this guy. Why do you need the buddies? Were they trying to say that they needed because I don't, actually, I don't think it serves them anyway because, because so they were going to pin this on Ethan Hawke. The murder why? on Ethan Hawke. Why do any of this? Right, because you just kill him and go. But say you're pin- you're pinning this on Ethan Hawke. Okay, but so why introduce moving parts? Why introduce them in the first place? Right, that doesn't help. That doesn't no. help things. It should it should look like you were serving a warrant and Scott Glenn Wright's character fought back and you killed him. What if defense. someone What if someone spotted you going in the house before? Like, like a neighbor I'm or something. I'm sure they did. It was broad daylight. Like what? Why? What are you doing? It doesn't make any sense. I don't get why they would do that. You got. At that part, at that point, was his car all shot up? Maybe not. But you've got a a memorable car, yes, with memorable Denzel Washington guy, thug cop, going up to Glenn's door. Like you would have, the neighbors would have seen that. I, this, so the first act of this movie is is pretty good. I like it. Um, you're introduced to the characters. Yeah. You're kind of feeling it out. Uh, I, I guess the beginning scene when they're in the um, they're in the restaurant. Together. That's fun. That's not bad. Yeah. I, I like I like the first act. The second act is when they try to incorporate this plot and it, it's just such a muddy mess. Like why have, why shoot the other, like one of Denzel's crew gets shot. I yeah. guess to prove it, make it more real, but it's, it seems completely unnecessary. You could have just put one in the door, in the door right. jam, you know? And even if you wanted to hit, yeah. One in the door and jam, one in the guy. Like, why? I don't, I, I don't get any work. You know what? Honestly, if I'm Denzel and you need a million dollars, $4 million in there. Why don't you just go kill him at night? Yeah. Take the money and, and go. Just take the money and go. What? What? Why bring? Why incorporate other people? Why do any of this? Yeah, you want to cl- keep that close to the vest. Yeah, and yeah. Like, what's the benefit? No benefit. No. You don't need a whole tactical team. You just needed to kill him and, and like, go. If anything, you're almost like putting more eyeballs on that, that you were there. It just seems there's so many different a things. A ton. Because you're also inviting the police to come. So you have to get your story straight between you and four other guys. One guy who you don't know is if he's going to rat you out or not. Right. So wouldn't you do this on any day Ethan Hawke's not there? Yeah, pretty much. Like, Maybe the day would before would have been better. Yeah. Just so he's the one that pulls the trigger? Like, I don't... 
Why don't I just have one of your crew do it and say I'll give you twice as much to do it? I'm sure that's one, the thing one too. of those guys would have taken take the, the money. four million and, and give this you know, give yeah. the guy that's going to take the blame like a, yeah. a couple extra pops or whatever, whatever it is. It's so strange. Who placed Jake with Alfonso? Who made that decision? Like this is a good match, right? We want to elevate this guy, and everybody knows this guy's corrupt. The highest. Um, like police, the chief, right, and the, they, we have that scene with the three wise men. The three wise it, right. men. They everybody knows he's corrupt. Yes, like they're, they're How could you not know he's corrupt? Right. I mean, all the gangs know him. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. Who would have thought? You know what? Like, unless unless it's someone working with uh uh with Denzel's character trying to you know give him a patsy. I I don't I don't know why they would have put that together. But then you got to explain that. So and you're also hinging everything you have on Ethan. So what if Ethan Hawke called in sick that day? Exactly. So now you don't rob Scott. Go- you still have to rob. You still have to pay the Russians the money. Right. Plan falls apart. And then not only that, but you, okay. So his plan was to take the money and go meet the Russians. Okay, fine. So yep. he's able to. Yep. So then he ends up trying to drive to the airport. Well, how did they find Jeez. him? That was dumb too. That was hold. I'm going to get to that in a second. Doesn't Jake <laughs> know who Alf- Al- who Alonzo is? Like he would know this. Is- They've no, got to all. No, you don't I, think so? I mean, no, they're all in the same city LAP, though. Yeah, I know. Yeah, okay. Maybe it's big enough. Maybe it's big enough. Okay, that's fine. No, but he's like, he is sort of an elevated status cop yeah, though. Yeah, but you're, 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 you're Okay, fine, fine. That's, that's fine. Fine. Let's go to him driving to the fucking LA airport. So, oh, we mentioned three wise men scene one more time. Okay, sure. So A, you have a really talented actor in, in Tom Perringer in that scene. <laughs> they waste him. And then, waste it. And then B, I guess studio wanted to cut that scene. And Fuqua really put his foot down. It was like, no, we really have to have it because it shows you how he's he's he's, he's uh, corrupting the top down too. Yeah. Which honestly, I don't mind that. Like, the, like it's fine. Like the studio's problem was that scene. Like my my problem is like all of these major potholes. Exactly. Make it's a shame too because these. I know whatever your opinion is on this is is correct. Uh, that's, is, that's, that's, that's okay. That's fine. It's trash opinion. But you don't think you but, don't but like, think it's good. You don't think this movie's good. I'm, you like, think I'm they recommending it. You're gonna you're gonna thumbs up this. Bitch. It's a light. It's a very light recommendation, but yes, Ooh, I recommend it. Okay. The performances are really good. It's a shame, though. It, it, honestly, I you know I've watched movie a few times. And this most recent watch, I, I just get frustrated. I'm like, man, they wasted two really good performances here because, like, with a better script, like these could have this could have been a really interesting, suspenseful, exciting movie. Yeah. And instead, it's like you just kind of like watching, like, why are they doing this? Yeah. And by the, by the third act, the third act is such a messy a fucking clusterfuck. Oh, oh, yeah, there's other parts. I mean, there's other parts. Yeah, right. yeah, we'll so, go, yeah. Oh, yeah, so, go back. Right. So the LA, so yeah. he's driving to the LA airport, to Los Angeles airport. Why does he go the Okay, first, how does the Russians how do the Russians find him? Second, why does he take the route where there's nobody around? Right. Why is he just, you know, hanging out at a stoplight? in the middle of no nothing's around just this chick next to him kind of under a bridge in the middle of nowhere wouldn't you want to book the fuck out of there or better yet why not just like hide out until the afternoon oh there's that so you can go catch a fucking flight it's, yeah, exactly. it's like midnight what, what flight right. are you leaving so you can hang on the air like what are you doing it, 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 it just no hide sense. out just hide, hide out, out in somewhere yeah it's LA it's a big city just hide somewhere or drive the fuck out or like get the fuck out yeah go to San Diego's airport instead like right. what are we doing three hour drive get the fuck out of there Go find a doctor there, take the slug out of your ass, and fucking get on a plane and go. No sense. Yeah, is he gonna fly to? Is he gonna fly from LA know. with a bullet in his ass? I don't even How know. He's metal detector. Did, did he even say he's going to LA? We just sort of assume that he's going there. I don't. Is that know. the LA? Is that? Oh yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. He's yeah, close. the science. Yeah. The, 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 the film was out of his way to tell us that he's going. That's there. right. That's right. Yeah, we don't really know what he's gonna do. What his plan is because he's got a wife and four kids. Plus, he's got. His plan seems to be to leave, leave the the city and on a plane. But does he have a bunch of money with him? Like, how is he gonna do that? Like what is it, so he's gonna go away, but then what is he gonna do? Maybe yeah, somebody. I mean, he might have just had like a regular, I guess, you but know, like, like regular checking account. But yes, but like, what's his plan? He's just gonna. 
if he's so motivated to get the fuck out of the city, why didn't he just get the fuck out of the city? Why didn't he get just like haul ass out of there? Such a strange it's bullshit. Fucking bullshit. Stupid air and his terrible writing. Uh, so I have another one that's even worse. Than the oh, yeah. I bet. Go ahead. I know which one it is. Go yeah. ahead. So it just so happens that the guy's about to shoot Ethan Hawke. Jesus. That's LA is a huge city. Yep. That's the cousin like, that he helped uh, protect from getting raped. Yeah, exactly. Just, what okay. are the chances that, of there's 7 million people in the city. <laughs> it's so crazy. He stops the rape of it's some so random stupid. girl who's cutting class. She's 14 year old girl cutting class. Not only does he stop the rape, not only does he happen to ha- get her wallet and keep it with him, which doesn't make any wallet. sense. You would never do that. The pink wallet in your pocket. You think that's not going to get you in trouble? You're walk pink around. Wallet. It doesn't make any sense. With, okay, fine. With an ID with a, a young girl in it. Why would this How'd boy, you get that? Teen-year-old's wallet. Why do they need that? Just Why like, do they go need somewhere it? else and throw it away or something. Or go to the police department. Go to the police department. Turn it in there. Something. No, he's got it in his pocket. Okay. And it just so happens that the people I'll that even, Denzel. I'll even, I'll even give it a pass in the pocket. But fine. Okay, fine. It's kind of bulky, though. Like, you'd feel that. Let's just give that a Okay, fine, 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 fine. But then the guys... <laughs> this is where it goes to The Denzel hire to kill Ethan Hawke <laughs> happened to be the cousin of the girl who he saved. That the, very day. That day. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. In a completely different part of town. In a completely different part of town. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. They've, they've, okay, so they've, they've been fucking with him for about an hour now. They're playing cards with them. They get him to give up his gun, which he gives up. Stupid. No, that, I do not buy that. that. No cop would ever give up their gun. Makes no sense. Ever give up their gun. So he knows that it's gone to shit, and he tries to get out. Yep. They jump him, drag him into the fucking bathroom, put him in the tub, yep. strangling him, guns out to his head. And they're like, oh, wait, wait, wait. Wait, why don't, let's let's check his pockets for why some money. Sh- do it after you shoot, shoot him. Shoot him and take his money. Like what the fuck? That made no sense. Sh- shoot him first. You know, and, and it, Cl- Cliff Curtis in that scene. Cliff Curtis is a, he's a pretty good actor. Which one's that? Uh, Cliff he's like the he's the guy. Oh, who's yeah. called, a, he he's is cousin. good. Yeah, he is good. You know, and he actually, I think all the guys in that scene are really good. Yeah, it's actually shot pretty well. Um, it's an intense that scene. poker scene. It is, but then it keeps getting like stymied by ridiculousness, and you're like, oh, all right, but it's like. But it's it just it's kind of like the Fatal Falls movie. It's like all right, you have like interesting, interesting setup, more or less, really good performances, yeah. And then it completely gets the legs taken out from under it by just just terrible writing. It's just insane plot twist. And I don't know. So maybe uh, fuck like, while why here. Why do that? Maybe fuck while here wasn't strong enough at the time because he was a he did he did bait before this. He did a couple movies before this. So you think he'd have a little bit of pull? He at directed this point. Dangerous Minds, a video we talked about with Coolio. Yeah, I know he was a, right. He was an originally a a, a, yep. a video a music video director, but so he he must have had enough pull that he. What, you're telling uh-huh. me he didn't? Yeah, but he should have looked at the script and been like, he looked at the script, man. I this mean, none of the, none of this makes sense. Nah, yeah, it's not. He didn't have. The you don't do that. I mean, Ayer was a new screenwriter too, but not. He didn't have that. I, you I, don't I, get I, to look at the script and say this makes no fucking sense. Um, if you read that script, you're gonna you would read that script and you'd be like, this makes no fucking sense. Yeah, but I mean, we all do things at our job that maybe you don't want to do. You know, like if the boss tells us to do it, we do it. I mean, Forty million dollar movie. You'd think you'd want like this to make sense. I mean, the studio already greenlit the, greenlit the script. I guess. I mean, Ayer is weird. Ayer is like 32 when you wrote this. Yeah, I know. He's pretty um, young. Younger guy. And, uh, and you know, Hollywood's always kind of liked him. Yeah. I mean, they keep doing his movies. They keep doing these weird movies. Yeah. I mean, some of them, you know, have worked. Some of them haven't, you know, I, I guess. But, you know, I mean, financially, you know. I, and yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't get it. I mean, the whole thing is just is per, preposterous it's just ridiculous i don't think i've liked any of his movies even you 571 not good swap fucking hate i haven't that seen movie. a lot of his movies 
Swan, I saw Fast and the Furious. He did the first I saw that. one. It's fine. It's not well written. No, it's fine. I mean, he, it's and by the way, when you say he did it, he wrote those. Yeah, he wrote them. He, he obviously becomes a director later on. Right. But, um, End of Watch didn't like. That's uh, Gyllenhaal, I so think. That got good, but I haven't seen that. It did get. I thought it was shitty. I thought it was. It was Michael Payne is in, who is who I really like a lot, and he's so good in Observer yeah. Report. It's not good. Um, that's not a good movie. It's worse than this one. Um, no. oh, oh. They they tried to. I mean, I think yeah. they were trying to do another. I know. Of this, they, and it, it wasn't. I good. feel like they keep like. Uh, and then Suicide Squad oh, and Bright. I think he wrote both. He at least he might have. No, he, he wrote Suicide Squad. I don't know that he directed that. Did he direct? He directed that? it. He did direct that. Yes. And then I think he also directed Bright. I think he wrote that as well. And they're they're just those are. I mean, Suicide Squad. It's just a fucking mess. It's 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 very frustrating. And then, you know, I'm sorry. I don't buy that. You know. They all stand with this guy, Jake Hoyt, this gang. At the end of the movie, uh, they have this like showdown between Denzel and Ethan Hawke, obviously, which is fine, whatever, action movie, you know. And then, uh, and then the whole, this whole neighborhood of all these like hardcore gang guys all side with Ethan Hawke, even though they knew him for all of like 10 minutes. Yeah, he could have been a corrupt ass bitch too. Why would, I mean, I get they hate the Denzel character, but why would they just, why, one of the guys goes, we're with you, Jake. What? They, how do you even know his name? Yeah, it didn't make sense. <laughs> like, it, why, wouldn't you assume that any cop with Denzel Washington is dirty as well? Just like dirty bat. You'd, you'd think, because the rest of his crew is. So why would you start trusting Jake? He didn't do anything to earn anybody's trust, I guess really. fighting, he fought Denzel. Yes, yeah. I guess because he was taking the money away and saying, I'm turning you in or whatever. But they probably don't, I'm sure they don't trust they, cops because of Denzel. Yeah, but they let him walk away with a million dollars? That's the other thing, too. Um, yeah, it's the other thing. That neighborhood probably would have been I mean, they probably didn't okay know what it, what exactly what was in there, but they knew it was money, and they knew it was a heavy suitcase. Like, exactly. What, what are we doing? Why wouldn't they have just let them kill each other or, like, see how it played out? Yeah. And then, you know, because maybe they both kill each other, and then they can just walk with the money. And then, you know, it's, it's done. You don't have to do anything. I don't know why they would. I guess the premise is they wanted Denzel out of their neighborhood. This was how they decided to do it. But Fine, I, I but, just don't believe that in the middle of the night, the whole neighborhood rallies around. I mean, obviously, I don't. I don't it's, it's just, it just seemed like one layer of ridiculous upon one layer. It, 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 it just, like I said, it's a frustrating movie. I was sad for Scott Glenn. Like, come on, Scott. I don't like Scott Glenn movies. We did Silence of the Lambs. I love Scott Glenn. We did uh, Backdraft. He's in The Leftovers, too. He's so good in it. Scott Glenn, yeah. Yeah, I was like, why is he, what is he doing here? I, this isn't a bad, I mean, this, you know, as much as you're knocking it, like, uh, this movie was nominated for two Academy Awards. Or the actors. Uh, right. Nothing. Still, yes. I mean, it still counts. I mean, yeah, there's two, two top, that's, you know, besides. But that's really one of the top awards you can have. I that mean, was in spite of the film. And it's not like anything. You know what I mean? It's not like the movie was. It's the, the performances were, but not really the movie was. So Denzel, Denzel won. He does. This. Do you think this is his best work? No. I no. think he's better in glory. It's the other movie he won for. He is better in glory. Very good. I mean, I like Denzel in general. I. I've come to terms with the fact that he's in a lot of bad movies. He's in a lot of bad movies. It's I mean, too bad because he's just, really good. He's a great actor. He's just in yeah. terrible movies. Like, in, I don't even just, mind him in the action like, movies. Just terrible choices. If he did like the dramatic roles, you know, better dramatic roles, I wouldn't mind the action flicks that he does. We talked about this in the Bone Collector episode for uh, Patreon, but... Um, I think that one has a theme song. It does. It's, it's a hit. Bone Collector. Bone Collector. <laughs> um, so... One of the the theories I had was that uh you know everyone said oh why does Denzel pick these shitty movies yeah and one theory I had was like all right so him and Tom Cruise are basically in the same I don't know Close, probably yeah. rivals especially yeah. in the nineties maybe yeah. for certain things so Tom Cruise is always going to get the first choice 
And so Denzel's almost always left with like leftovers. Yeah. And like, you know, it's not just Tom Cruise, obviously it could be, you know, think of like earlier in his career, maybe it was Mel Gibson, you know, later in his career, it was you know, even like a Ben Affleck or Matt sure. Damon type, you know, another little younger, but you know, whatever you, you could, you know, you, you can see how there's always a white actor yeah. who's probably going to get the first crack at it. So then Denzel's is kind of left with kind of these eh, movies like well, the movie like John Q, like the movie about like the guy that holds the hospital oh, hostage. So bad. It's like a bad movie, but, but, so it, bad. but, it, but he's really good in it. And he makes the movie like, in my Washable. opinion, it was like a decent, it was like, I think you saw that. I saw that in the theater. I saw it in the theaters. Yeah. yeah. I, was, I just left. I was like, uh, right. I think about a movie made after this one. Cause I was in college. And I saw it. Uh, it was like decent. It was like decent, and but it was only because he he basically like it was like Babe Ruth on a team of like you know yeah. with the the sixty two Mets. I went to that see that movie because of Denzel Washington. It's like oh I love this guy. I'm gonna go see see this movie. And I'm like, oh. but like then that, but you wonder you know I doubt you know it wasn't like Tom Cruise is turning down John Q. No, <laughs> you know, or like if he did, he turned out immediately. Like it wasn't like he was considering doing a movie like that, you know? Yeah. So it's like, so then, uh, so then, you know, Denzel's left with kind of this like, eh, it's like poo poo platter of like, kind of like what, uh, like bone collector, like, yeah. And, and that's a great example too. Of like, so bone collector, uh, is this, is this trash movie movies awful. It's bad. And Denzel is completely checked out. So like, if he's not being Babe Ruth, like the movie has no chance of surviving. Yeah. And you know, we see bone collector, uh, and like, what was he going to do? He's in a bed the whole time. I mean, yeah, you could, you, know, you can, act, I guess you can act do a real yeah. Jimmy Stewart and real windows. That's, true. That's he, a good point. He was phenomenal. Like, no, he just didn't give a shit, yeah. which I get it. It was trip sucks. I mean, I'd probably do the same thing. I this fucking movie is awful, but then, you know, and then he's also had a kind of like bad luck in a way. Like he did the movie fight. Like, so Robert Zemeckis directed that. Yeah. The movie sucks. It's an awful movie. And he, but like you can see, like all right, well, Robert's on papers like Robert Zemeckis movie, compelling story, yeah, complicated character, right? Yeah, so it's like oh, I'll do that. Like, I that I understand on paper why you do that. I don't really understand on paper why you do like John Q. Like I'm mean, getting paycheck, obviously, or like some of the other movies he's done with with I guess, I guess like, that was these, early like, enough. These action movies, like why are you doing these? So I liked Man on Fire. I thought that was a good one. It's gotten good buzz. I haven't um, seen it, but I, I, people people speak going. But about then it. the Equalizer is the same thing, basically. It's just a revenge movie. And I mean, he does the sequel. Equalizer. And right, there's two. Yes, exactly. There's yeah, two. And just like why? Yeah, Man on Fire is like comp. There's some complicated parts of it. There's it's good. It's emotional. Which which. Yeah, you know, like, I'm, that's why. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I'm fine with the action ones. I'm fine with that. I'm Particularly not. With, I feel like he goes down the Keanu Reeves. Like, you're not Keanu Reeves. No, you're not. You don't need to do Keanu Reeves movies. Like, you're fucking Denzel. You've won two Oscars. Yeah. Like, he should be doing at this stage of his career. He should be doing like high, like premium. Well, you think American Gangster would be that? And I know I like that another better. Another miss. You. I know that I like that better than you do. I understand I think why he's he did very it, good. That makes sense. Yeah, Ridley Scott, Russell Crowe, Russell Crowe. Like, like that's yeah, a, I, that, that, yeah, you got to do it. Just, that. It maybe it just didn't work. But like, it wasn't bad. It was just no. Yeah, I liked it. Just, it was, I liked it more than you did. Yeah. But it's not a great movie. It's not. It's not a great movie. Well, I wouldn't say it's great. No, but I think I would give it a. I mean, it's definitely a B. Like I like. Yeah, I think it's, it's good. Is good. It's better than this. Better than Training Day. I disagree, but. But whatever. I, yeah. I mean, yeah. I but it just, makes sense that he does that movie. It does. I don't, yeah, I, I, that, I'm not going to fight with him on that one. But other ones, you're just like, what are you doing, man? Yeah. Like, you know, and it's just frustrating. And even like Pelican Brief, right? Well, he was younger then. I guess. Christian yeah. with 90s. Julia Roberts. That yeah, makes sense. I mean, right, that, right. you can't knock him for that. Okay. Oh, Alan Pacula directed that, right? Was that with the one with Pacula directed? That was, I think so. Was it, and like Gordon, it was like one of the last ones Gordon Willis. Like, yeah. Was, yeah. So you understand. Okay. Like, right. I mean, I, yeah. I understand. He's that. young. But, um, Plus, I mean, the, the prestige. So if you're working, I think he's had some bad luck with some movies too, but you know, I'll tell you, I, I'll 
draw your heat for this, but Denzel Washington has never been in a great movie. Never been? No, I don't think Glory. What about Glory? I don't think it's great. It's not great for me. I haven't seen it forever. It's very good. I haven't seen it in a long time. It's very good. It's borderline great. If you think it's great, I'm not going to argue with you. It's very good. It's, it's his best work. But if that's the one? But like, he's never been, like, yeah. yeah. Like, what else you got? <laughs> like, he, he hasn't been in a great movie. I haven't seen Man on Fire. I know that's probably one of his, Yeah, but like, that's not going to be, that's not an Oscar movie. I mean, that's it's an not entertaining, movie, and there's right? some depth in there. You know, it's an action film. It's a good, it's a really, it's, I good, it's a really, really good action I, film. I'd love, I'd love to run into that. I, I'm hoping to run into more Denzel movies I haven't seen, because there are a few, especially the, the Fuqua ones and some more recent ones I haven't seen. Uh, so far, the only one that we uh, run into that. Oh, I know. I didn't see Pelican Ruth. That sucked. Yeah. I didn't see Bone Collector. That was trash. That, that was, was awful. Yeah. Pelican Ruth was trash, too. Yeah. So, so far, the movies I'm running into I haven't seen have been awful. Really bad. Yeah. Denzel Washington does bad movies. This trainer, though, is. is Well, it's the best one we've seen with him. Oh, it's. it's I think it might be his second best movie. After Glory? I saw Inside Man. That was. Um, oh, Inside Man's a good one. I don't, it's okay. It's good. Yeah. that's good i don't know man I like inside man's better. a bank one yeah that's good i, I think i'm really i don't know it's a push yeah. i think it's good none of these movies are, are that no good. you're not you're not like you're not you know what is his transcendent role really i mean this might be he's, i guess he, you know and in think a movie a like he got game. game like he's really good in there. oh yeah there's that he's really he's really but this, that's not a great movie. it's not a great movie it's it's not bad but it's not great and if you think tra- and if you're listening you're like oh i love training you guys are being too fine no, no it's not fine it's that not movie fine. has major like if you love if you that's a, like guess like like that's that earlier like some people are like this is my favorite movie like patrick yeah top 20 this, oh, oh, patrick, Jesus, patrick. The, it's his favorite movie can i get this episode now i'm so excited to listen which to is it. great i like, like the enthusiasm thank but, you but uh but like this is your favorite movie you need to see more movies yeah like, you gotta what get the out wrong there. Right. Like, it's a terrible take yeah like if your favorite movie is a movie where the guy who's going to kill the main character doesn't kill him because of a random occurrence that happened a few hours before with people who have no real connection to each other in a city of 7 million people. Logically. Right. That's your favorite. Like that. Then you have a, you have major, you gotta get you, out there. You've probably seen like four movies your whole you, life. You've, that's it. It's Marvel. <laughs> it's Marvel movies. Have you this. seen Goodfellas? Have you right, seen no. the Godfather? Have <laughs> no. you, like, what are you doing Maybe here? Pulp Fiction even. I don't know. Yes. Right. Something. <laughs> yeah. What, what, what are you doing? Uh, Fans actually got on my got got under my skin a little bit. We'll get into that a little bit later. I was saying little, more stupid shit. Saying more stupid shit this week. Stupid shit. No, you you Me? no. It. This is a bad <laughs> fan week. No, bad fan I week. Disagree. Dude, Our with all the, the top twenty, this better what? be a top it's twenty fine. movie for you. This is I, one of my favorite I like movies. The enthusiasm, but I, mean, I do like, like the enthusiasm. I just, I just think like, but what, it's like, come on. What movies have you seen? Like I, The Little Mermaid and this. Okay, Mannequin from the eighties. <laughs> I just, it's just like it has movies like a, like an okay action movie. I will say if you're like, hey, if you told me Den, this Denzel Washington gives the best performance in any like like straight up action movie, I'd be like, all right, we can have that discussion. That's pretty. I, this I is not a straight up action movie. Well, He's better in Man on Fire. That movie's better. Uh, but, but I'm saying that. With, well, I mean, not to disagree with you on that. I mean, Denzel was won an Oscar. I mean, like that's fine. Like, like I I I don't think that's a crazy opinion to have. Yeah, but if your opinion is this is the greatest movie I've ever seen, if it's like a top twenty movie of your life, gotta get like, out. That's there. a crazy reach. You haven't been living in a pandemic this whole time. You should have gone out there go and seen see some, some more movies. movies. See like, something. Go see something. Rent something. The movie, movie's not, not Jesus. Not but yeah, yeah, this movie's okay. You are gonna thumbs up. I'm gonna though, give huh? it a thumbs up. I'm gonna, it, I'm gonna give it. Uh, I'm gonna give it a B minus. But it's. Ugh. But I will recommend it if you haven't seen. it. I do recommend it only because of the performances and. Uh, I mean, we're not far off. If I give it a C and you give it a B, B minus, we're not far off. 
I think it's an okay movie. I think it's a big difference if I'm recommending this and you're not, though. That's a big difference. It's a difference. Yeah, but you're on the cusp. If you hit that C plus, a few yeah, percentage points down. Close to the B. They, no, I no, I recommend this. Not it's a mild recommendation, but it's not like completely like I was like torn. Like well, no, I recommend it. For me, it's not like an emphatic. Don't see this fucking movie ever. It's just like mm, there's better movies. Like there's no need. The performances. So Ethan Hawke. We haven't probably said enough about him. He, I mean, he's uh, Matt's wrong uh, as always. Uh, uh, he, he's uh, he's really. I think he's really good in this. Doing a lot with nothing. Like his role. Like so. Denzel's part, it's manipulative, it's charismatic. You at least have like some depth. There's some stuff you can kind of hang on to, and and, like you don't need like Matt says that he thinks Denzel was a little. It's like too like too big, too big. So if you go back and read some critiques when this movie first came out before he won the Oscar, go back and read it. Some people agree with Matt. Yeah. Some critics are like, oh no, he's playing it's too broad. I don't. I don't. I understand that take. I disagree vehemently with that opinion. Um, But. Because that's not what this movie is, and that's then almost like you don't get it. Well, but, you're also saying that that you don't think that's his fault. Do you think the character was written a particular? It has way to be that way. The movie it. hinges on. It doesn't have to be that big. Like it just doesn't. You there, if there if this movie were more subtle in a few different ways, this would have been a much better movie. No, that's not no. Okay, so more subtle by if if you get that script and you're you know Denzel was on Saint Elsewhere. Denzel's been doing this a long time. Yeah. Even at this point, right by 2001. Yeah. You get that script, you know. There's one way to do this, you know, like, yeah, it, it's to go big, you know, cause you have to, you have to make it cause the movie itself is so unbelievable. Cause Ethan Hawke is, is doing such crazy shit, stupid shit that you have to make it. So this guy is so magnetic that it's almost like, it, it's almost like, well, it, it becomes believable almost because this character is so, it's such an unusual circumstance Yeah, where if he plays it more subtly, it's something more me and you maybe could relate to more. And then it's like, well, this guy would never do that. I think if it, if think if it were more subtle, then Ethan Haw- it's easier to believe that Ethan Hawke gets manipulated. You know what I mean? I don't think so. I think it has to this way or else you don't believe he gets manipulated. I don't believe it. Because I, if your partner puts a gun to your head and has you smoke a fucking pipe and that, you're a cop. And that is in the script. It's, it's not. Oh, no, I know. I, I know. I know. I know. I know. I mean, subtly all around. I mean, not just with his, I mean, with the, with the, with the script and with the, the acting. I think, I think the whole, the whole movie would have benefited from a bit more subtlety. A bit less. Like, you didn't have to... We, we didn't need all these storylines. We didn't... Another game about that screen right, too. So, there's a scene uh, in about two-thirds of the way in the movie. We're not even in the third act yet. Yeah. Uh, when uh, they're at Scott Glenn's house. They kill Scott Glenn, right? And then uh, Ethan Hawke kind of throws Denzel on the couch and puts a gun to his head. Yeah. He's like, shoot me. So He's like, shoot me. Go ahead and do it. So, like, when you do stuff like that, like... Eh. You know he's not going to shoot him. Not we're only like we're like an hour yeah, ten Denzel's in the movie. Gonna survive. Like, he's going to survive. Like we know that's not how this thing ends. So like, yeah. don't do stuff like that because it's creating like a false, like almost like immature tension. And if you like, if you've seen more than three movie, three action movies, and you've seen the kind of same, you know, we've all been kind of been through this thing. Where we've seen that same kind yeah. of. It's, it's cliche. Like, it is well, cliche. Don't need to do that. Like, and if anything, it kind of it dilutes the good showdown you have at the end or the final showdown because you've already had this kind of like you have this dance already. Yeah, you have. Don't do that. Like, if you're writing a screenplay, don't don't do shit like that. that that's just that's it's just it's creates a lame. It doesn't need that. You can have enough tension without having to resort to these fake threats. Exactly. Um, another so another comparison for me, or from the from the writing perspective, from the um, is. It's hard to believe, like if think about Scar, think about the character of Scarface. Okay, another right. ridiculous character. But yeah, okay. but but he go, but you see the arc. Like you see, I mean, he's always but he's kind, always insane. Yes, but he, but it gets it, it well, builds he, over it, time. He's high, he's but, just high on drugs. Yeah, but we're just like dropped into this insane guy, and there's well, like that's no. Kinda, well, that's the charm like, of the movie, though. I think. Yeah, but I, but I never believed that this was a good cop gone bad. I've always believed this guy was a psychopath. 
Yeah, you too. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think he's ever a good cop. So I don't even think he lasts this long, 20 years in the force no, or whatever no, 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 it is. No, 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 like, no, he no, gets no. fucking this, this guy knocked off. a long time ago. Yeah. 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 I, 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 no, like, what's well, up? Uh, so Ethan Hawke, though, he's doing, he has to, he has to react to this guy, and then he has to also do things that, like, I don't think, I honestly don't believe he'd ever smoke do those drugs, even with a gun to his head. Like, this doesn't no make sense. I'd get and, out of the car. And regard, okay, so let's say he does that. Let's say you believe that. Fine. There's so many other things that, that happen that you don't believe that he would do. And Ethan Hawke has to react honestly to these things. And I think he does a great job. He never, he's never lazy. So he's, Ethan Hawke is invested in every scene. Even, yeah. even as the ridiculousness increases. Think about that scene when he's in the tub with a gun to his face <laughs> and they call the cousin like that seems ridiculous. It's Ethan Hawke. Ridiculous. Ethan Hawke is a very intelligent. I mean, he's he's been nominated for an Academy Award for screenwriting because yeah. he did a lot of stuff with the Before Sunset movies. Right. So he knows how movies work. Yeah. He knows that's ridiculous. Yes. He has complete fear and terror in his eyes the entire time. He never gives up on this movie, and that's a credit to an actor. Where a lot of actors, they would have, they would have been like, all right, well, Bone Collector. Oh, Denzel, yeah. right? He right. he checked out of that. Yeah. Like uh, like, and Ethan Hawke doesn't need to do Training Day. Like he doesn't need like his career's fine. Like he would have done. He's uh, always been kind of an indie actor. Yeah, he seems but, fine with it. But he isn't. He isn't. Like he he's been in bigher movies than you think. Like when he career, was really young. Yeah, when he was young. Yeah, well, I mean, and he did Gattaca. He, he did, did. He did that. Uh, that was it. Uh, the, the Purge movie. The, oh yeah, I forgot. I haven't seen any of those. That's, yeah, I saw that's first not my, It's yeah. very 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 bad. Yeah. Um. But like, but he but he made a lot was of money. Like, yeah. and he's in the first one. Like, like he's been in bigger movies than you think. I guess. But he also does a lot of you know the Linkletter films, obviously, and yeah. you know, he, and he's really and he. But he, he, I think he's really super, super, super talented. I think he's a really, I think he's a very good actor. He's yeah. one of these like really underrated actors that I really hope wins an Oscar one day. Yeah. Cause he, he, he brings it every time and he brings it here and he never gives up and he, he gives it us all the entire time. Even when he's, you know, Denzel's kind of being crazy Denzel, but I, I think it's great performance by him, but then he's reacting to Scott Glenn. He's reacting to everybody. He has to play high. He does. And he has to like do all these different things. And he's in the movie. He's almost in almost every shot. And it's true. It's a really, really, really good performance where he does a lot of different things. And I, I it's a real credit to him. I don't know if he should have won the Oscar that year. Um, I think you and I barred both. So he, Oscar thing too. Yeah. What happened is yeah. uh, Denzel won for best actor. Okay. Uh, Ethan Hawke got nominated for best supporting actor. Right. Which doesn't make any sense because Ethan Hawke is the protagonist. We've talked about this last yes. week. Yes. Uh, I would probably. So the protagonist doesn't always need to be alone being best actor. When in a case of this, you where the, um, the villain is driving so much of the action, you would in theory have two best actors. Yeah. But obviously we know, you know, if you think about it for more than three seconds, you understand why they split up. They don't want to split the votes, right? Sure. So, uh, Ethan Hawke, because he's not as big of a star as Denzel, he gets dropped down and support. And it worked out for the movie because Goku won. But I think me and you both would have voted for a different guy supporting actor. And that guy would have been Gene Hackman for all 10 of them who did not get nominated. Such fucking bullshit. He would have got your vote, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Great performance. Yeah, Gene Hackman. He's Hackman. Yeah. yeah. That's so great. So Fuck. Um, yeah. So that, uh, that's train day, uh, B minus yeah, barely, C. but it's, uh, I, I check it out if you haven't seen it, if only for the performances, they're very, 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 very good. All right. I'll have, I'll let you have the last, uh, word on the performances. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll stop. Good. Uh, another thing we talk about. Yeah. And this is something I'm excited about. This is a, it's a podcast that I, re, I really, I love the premise. I love what they're doing. It's a movie podcast right up my alley. It's totally up your alley. The Retro Video Store Podcast. Okay. So the Retro Video Store Podcast reviews classic, not so classic movies, the VHS era. Yep. Kind of like us. They go back, they talk about 
they're more in like this. 80s range yeah. um, with most of their stuff. And they kind of, they, they bounce around a, uh, a bit too. Uh, hosts Eric and Neil and sometimes David try to capture the feeling of renting a movie off the shelves of like a mom and pop video store or the thrill of catching a scary movie on cable late at night with your friends. Like we did when we were growing up. We were Absolutely, kids. yeah. Um, everything from classics like Poltergeist, which by the way, Poltergeist, in my opinion, might be the best scary movie ever. It's in the yard. Exorcist. It's probably w- top five. Top five. Yeah, I uh, would think so. Yeah. Poltergeist is. That scared the crap out of me as a kid when I saw it. Poltergeist is a fantastic movie. Uh, and, and they also do like cult favorites like Lone Wolf McQuaid. Uh, so they kind of really run the gamut from like movies like Matt and I will say instant classics yeah. uh, to a movie that's maybe lesser known. Um, pop some popcorn, settle in for a humorous blast of nostalgia. It's Th- the that's re- exactly, sorry, that's exactly what this is because when I, you know, this premise, it just takes me back because every Friday night I would go to the video store, pick out, pick out, uh, it was VHS for a long time yeah, and my family would sit down and watch it and eat pizza. Like we did that most weekends. Or I get like, I, I remember like my buddies and I, or your buddies. we'd go like, if we're having a sleepover, we'd go and get like a horror movie. Yeah. And then from VHS, like, you know, go to the rental store. It's so much fun. We all go together. We'd all pick out the movie, yeah. settle in. It's awesome. This is, this is what this podcast is doing. Uh, the retro store, retro video store podcast. You can catch the retro video store podcast on Apple podcast, Spotify, Google play, Stitcher, most major podcast provider, um, one of my sister's favorite movies is uh, Pet Cemetery. Oh, uh, they that's the most recent one that's up right now. Um, so they have, they did Leprechaun. I think yeah. my brother-in-law loves that movie. You know, cheesily. Uh, there's some really they do Karate Kid. There you go. I mean, you, you can't you know. So they've done so they've done a few of the movies we've done. They've done uh, movies we haven't done. I can't recommend it enough. I so okay. A quick aside. Yeah, we'll get into the song. Sure. So there is a there's a storefront in Newmarket that's open. Oh, I told really? you about this. I think uh, no, you across from where your old restaurant used to be. There's a storefront open. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that. Cor- yeah, exactly. So I, I'm just like I drive by and I'm like, all ah, right, I don't, I don't know. I, 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 I think. What do you want to put there? So I, if okay, I can't do it now. It doesn't make any sense. No. But I really love to do a, a rental store. Like if if it was 1982 and that was open, if it was 82, that's what I'm saying. I would I wouldn't do now, but I I just would love to have. Because I would like you could talk movies with people all day. It was so exciting to Dude, walk down the aisles the and look at all the movies that you and like the, all the possibilities of things that you could see. And there was the new release section and the old favorite, and it was all you know action section, horror section. Remember whatever. the smell of the Loved carpet? It. I yeah. mean, I, I can like I remember like holding. I can like feel how it felt in my hand to hold the case. I would love to just go and talk movies with people all day. It would be the funnest job in the world. I would like love to store. own a rental video store. Yeah. I hate that I live in 2021. I want to live in 1983. If I could send you back, I would. I, if anyone <laughs> who's listening has the ability to send me back in time, I, I would, I would really appreciate that. I, I pay, I pay hundreds of dollars, such as thousands even maybe. maybe. No, I just, uh, I want to own a video rental, but it doesn't make any sense, right? I shouldn't do that, right? No, 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 no. I think about it. I, I would say think about it twice a day. Good enough. Can you imagine no love, pride, deep fried chicken? I was waiting for this. Your best friend always sticking up for you. Even when I know you're wrong, because I'm your best friend. That's the 
location there. Can you imagine no first dance, freeze-dried romance, five-hour phone conversation, the best soy latte that you ever had and me? Um, Billboard magazine, after this album came out, uh, came out uh, Chuck Taylor of Billboard magazine said, Love issues said um, that it demonstrates a truly artistic lyrical <laughs> bent that merits instant acceptance of this credible rock edged song. Go back to shoes, Chuck Taylor. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. If there is a band, if, 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 if me in my life, if I, if my only job in life, I would have a fulfilled life. If I could destroy this band, this Train? is, Train is the band. I think I don't think I, I hate a band more than I hate Train. This song that there are five like popular songs are like in my bottom ten songs ever released, ever. Like I if if I Nickelback is Nickelback's way worse than Train. So much better no. than Train. If I could trade Train being dead. I would listen to Nickelback every minute of every hour of every day for the rest no, of my would. life. No, you would I fucking no, you would. would. That's a I, lie. You would not. You'd listen to, if you'd I, listen to Nickelback. So in exchange every of, minute no, you, of every hour of every day. I'm not being, seriously, I hate them so much. I can't tell you how much I hate them. Terrible hypothetical. As many they says. are, dude, you want a time machine to go back in time? Yeah. Some people would go back in time. They'd visit the dinosaurs. Right. Maybe they go back in time, yeah. take out Mussolini. Maybe they take out Hitler. Maybe I take out fucking train. destroy train tell him to do something else besides music or something like maybe like rip up his record contract or um classic danny big fan of the show um you know he interacts with us a lot on twitter i, mm-hmm. I like him nice guy nice guy actually thought that i would defend this fucking band do you not know who i am this is the apparently, fucking worst someone who likes train fucking worst band ever i fucking hate this song so you know what this band is so there are The song uh, Daddy's Car. Ever heard this one before? No. I'll give you another example. Um, this is a song called uh, Mr. Shadow. You recognize that at all? No. I've never heard that before. No. Okay. Well, I'm going to try with one more. So you haven't, you don't know Mr. Shadow. You don't know Daddy's Car. No. Do you, do you know, do you know Great Balls? I don't think so. I shoot to shoot my gun. It's got a nice groove, doesn't it? Kind of reminds you of maybe ACDC or yeah. something. Yeah. These three songs are computer AI generated songs. These are oh. computers who've, who've like set up with an algorithm and their job was to construct like in their view, in the algorithms view, in this AI's view, like what is the best oh, song right. they could create, right? Yeah. So they're taking like the nor- like sort of pop tropes uh, in a genre and they're putting them together to form this song. Now the, the um, Great Balls <laughs> is the most successful of those three, I think, because it most resembles ACDC. Yeah. Like it really does. The riff is good. Even like if you listen to the verse and cor- we didn't get to the chorus, but if you listen to it long enough, it actually has like this cohesive like arc to it, which is nice. Train is basically an AI band. 
they are taking like all these sort of popular tropes from um, adult contemporary and pop music and just like throwing them up in the air, kind of like an episode of Family Man. Is a Family Guy? Family Guy. <laughs> fucking throwing them up in, <laughs> throwing them up in the air. Unparalleled. Throwing, throwing up, Family Guy. Throwing them up in the air and fucking just like puzzling them together. And then you got this song with the worst lyrics ever written. Deep fried chicken. Deep fried chicken. So I think there's a reason for that. They're inhuman? Like no, what? I, so I guess like the song is like a tribute to his mom, I guess, who died about a year earlier. And I guess like some of those things I think are like things that like free mind. Now, obviously, you need to have all this backstory to understand a song. So if you have to explain it, it's probably not great. But I think that Maybe I not. Think some of those things are just because I guess he dreamt of the opening lyric and his in his dream, his mom was telling him that lyric. And then he, yeah, the drops built, to Jupiter, which makes no sense, but yeah, right. Yeah. But then he bring that the rest of the song is about basically his mom. I don't think his mom was talking about fried chicken. But maybe he, maybe he, his mom made fried okay, chicken. Fine. Must, I think it's some sort of like, I agree it's to have like inside jokes or inside stuff when you need to have like a backstory instead. That's not great. Well, storytelling could, okay, or songwriting. So I understand that perspective and I, I get that feedback for the song, but then how do you like account for this? This isn't bad. This is fine. It's like a fuck that. It's like, eh. It's not good, but it's fine, dude. I don't. Mind. I, I, I mean, it's it's fine. Like, I would never choose to listen to this, but if this is playing, like, I've heard this song at like Mets game and stuff. Like, that's no. This is a piece of shit song. The lyrics are "Your lipstick stains on the front lobe of my left side brains." What the fuck is that? It's you can't bad, tell yeah. me the drops of jupe that he's like. You can't give him a pass for Drops of Jupiter and those lyrics and then look at these lyrics and, and fucking give him another pass. Mm. This is a consistent process for him. He, he is a psychopath. He can't write lyrics. He put, like, he thinks he's, he's trying to be well, human and he's, he's not. So, okay, he's, no, he's a fucking psychopath. Let's, let's back up a little bit. No. First of all, let's, let's do that. So we don't, we're not going to kill him. That's not, not a great take. I wouldn't, but i just say it. If, like, Terminator decided to go back in town, they'd right. probably so talk We're not, not going to hurt anyone from the band train. We're not going to kill them. It's I like, would. No, I'm just saying if there was this robot AI no, who wanted to go back in so time and like we, make we things We don't like right. their music. We don't want to hurt them. And the second thing is, I don't know if he's a psychopath. If anything, he's probably, if anything, he's probably a victim of being, being too ordinary. Because he comes from um, doing like a Led Zeppelin like cover band, right? That's how they found him. In like Erie, Pennsylvania, which, yeah. is, which is a horrible well, place. No, he moved out west because he was in a cover band there, had a wife, whatever, kind of broke up and then went out west and, and uh, went through the like the coffee house circuit okay, in yeah. San Francisco and then yeah. went south. And, and, but yeah, I just think like his music's like, to me, he's like, obviously I can tell you, you enjoy their stuff. But to me, it's, it's more, I think he's like, I have the same feeling I do when I hear like Hootie and the Blowfish. It's just like, eh, it's fine. It's not good. I would never choose to listen to it. Hootie's probably oh okay. So Hootie is better. So Hootie's better, uh, but I but I give credit to Train as much as I can give credit to Train. They, at least they kind of change their sound a little bit as time progresses. Where Hootie just is the same song every time. So it's like points to Hootie for being their their actual like the songs are better, I guess. But then credit to Train for changing their sound. Neither band is good. Neither one do I want to listen to. But I wouldn't say either are awful. This is like C minus stuff to me. This is a fucking F. And they steal all they're all they're doing is stealing shit from people. They are stealing pop tropes and uh, splicing them together into a song that they say that they wrote. Listen to this fucking well, song. He's a cover band guy. Put it out. now. It's like that's the fucking. It's it's. See, I, this is I don't like. That's feel like making love right there. 
And then it goes into <laughs> My Sweet Lord right here. Listen to the guitar part. Rips off My Sweet Lord. Rips it off. And he writes shitty lyrics Man, over it. ripping the Beatles off forever. All just a fucking, I would rather listen to that song fucking um, I mean, Mr. Shadow fun. was a Beatle, was a, was the AI trying to make Beatles. No, was That's, that this was is what Train is doing. Bad job, AI. Train that, is that AI. Not no, it doesn't. Awful. No, but I could understand. At the AI extent. I mean, I understand what, kind of what you're doing, but I, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like the AI. You don't, not, not like, I just don't like it in general. I think it's, I think it's, oh, no, I don't like gimmicky it. weird stuff. No, I agree. I wouldn't yeah, want to listen to that music yeah, either, yeah, yeah. but it's the same thing for train. It's the same thing. They're the fucking AI splicing fucking rock tropes together mm-hmm. to make a song with bad lyrics. Like write some good lyrics. Then if you're going to do 10 songs in an album, it's going to take you four years to put it out. Write good lyrics or have someone and help you do it. His it's voice cra- is okay. His voice. Is okay. It's crazy. He's like, he, they, so when, I remember when train like became a thing, you know? And I'm thinking, like, he's not, like, his face is kind of all beat up. He's only, like, 32 then, too. I but know. He looks, he like, looks, he looks so old. And he, yeah. He's, got, and, he's a train wreck is what he is. I, well, I don't, I bet he's, like, a nice guy. Whatever. I don't know. I mean, I don't, you never hear about him getting in trouble or anything. Oh, I guess not. I think you're being too hard on him. Like, he's fine. No, Pat Monahan, I'm not being too hard on. I think he's a fucking psychopath. I, I don't think he's crazy. I mean, what is psychopath? I think you're more of a psychopath than he is. <laughs> psychopath have you read his lyrics very very sane response very sane response his lyrics are fucking nuts like they are they don't nuts they're just bad it's two different things they are computer generated it's like someone put on a random fucking ai and just had it fucking spout (laughs) out a fucking it makes no free chicken dude i maybe him and his mom likes fried chicken or maybe him and his mom likes soy latte his left brain lobes or whatever what the fuck is a left brain lobe I mean, he, he, I'm not saying he's smart. I cannot believe you are defending Train. You need to be on my side on this one. That the Train Train is the fucking worst. I, they're not the worst. No, I'm not going to say that. Not, not nowhere near the worst. This is Says nowhere the near Jack Johnson lover. No wonder it's like Jack Johnson wishes he could be Train. That's what he fucking wants. No, it's okay. kind of the same music. No, it's okay. that same easy chord progression, stupid music. Mm. But at least, actually, Jack Johnson's uh, lyrics, lyrics aren't, aren't, aren't bad. Way better yeah, than Train's. Pretty, pretty trains good. make no sense. No, I don't like Train. I I would never choose. And I went back, listened to, to a lot of their stuff. I'm like, oh, I, I, some of the songs I didn't know they did. I'm like, oh, this song. Eh. Calling All Angels. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's. bite a bullet. I mean, Jesus, so bad. You really want something bad to happen to this poor man. I fucking hate Train, the whole band. Not, just, not just Pat Monahan. But, but he's gone through a number of different, I guess they've gone through a bunch of, uh, he's the only constant. He is the only constant, yeah. But I, I would so say kind of this iteration, I'd like to take him out. I'd like to take this iteration. Well, we don't want anyone the to get rest hurt. of them can. The rest of them can. We don't live. want anyone to get hurt. Well, not now. I'm just saying, if there were a Terminator, no, we could go back a bad in time. Take. We can hate this stuff and not. Want I them fucking dead. hate this stuff. I like. I can't tell you how angry this makes me. I was like ready to throw my headphones. Why? Today. What? So what? To me, it's like the. It's like the. It's it's just kind of boring. Nothing. You know. In like, I can't human. imagine. I can't imagine liking this. I can't imagine getting angry about it. It is inhuman. There is no emotional connection here. Like right. once. You, so once you get, if you, if you, so if. The lyrics I would think would bother the absolute shit out of you, but then apply those same lyric principles to all the music principles where it sounds like a randomly generated, like, oh, we're going to, we're just going to take nonsense. this part popular thing. Yeah. And it's, I mean, there's a structure to it, but, it, but it is, it's, it's like pop nonsense. Do you give him any, I guess you're not going to, but do you give him any credit for kind of change? He, he does become more modern, like by, by the, like he was still making music that, sounded of its time like 10 years 11 years later which is not easy to do calling all angels i think no, is his most that, recent song you just played the one the, the hey soul sister 
Yeah. And I then think there's that another was, one. Oh, um, uh, no. When was Calling All Angels? I thought that was the most, the newest one, but maybe whole, hey, it Soul Sister been. was. It might be the newest one. Oh, Drive By. That's okay. I don't think I know that one. There's yeah, a wedding song fine. one. It all sucks. It's yeah. all like bullshit. Like there's no, there's no it's emotion. Not good. It's not good. No emotion. Not, yeah. No, it's not. No, right. Yeah. I, I, well, it's the same thing I have with Hootie a little bit. Like Hootie, I feel like it's just like generic. It's just very bland. I don't it have is. any emotion. It is generic. I can't imagine someone hating Hootie. I can't. I know they do. But I can't imagine anyone like 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 loving it. Like, I love this Hootie song. Yeah. Like, really? Well, yeah. at the time, I was like okay with it. It was fine. But the the differences with Hootie is I I believe it. I believe his writing. Like I believe he's talking. I believe the band is talking about something that makes sense. And I believe that the right the writing isn't a trope. It's simple. It's simple, but it's like it doesn't. If you listen to some of the the arrangements of these songs, there are they are they are taking sometimes they're taking things that do not belong together, but on their own they sound like a piece of a pop, another pop song. It's very strange. The orchestration in um in uh in Drops of Jupiter, the fucking guy who wrote the the uh like the cello part and all the string part got a Grammy for this song. It is the most basic string arrangement you could put in a stupid song like this it is so bad and and it's all of those parts together it's like okay the simplest stupidest most derivative guitar part um orchestral orchestral arrangement vocal line with lyrics don't make sense this is just nothing about it so that guy who did the the, the cellist yeah the cellist won won the grammy so so he won a grammy like you're never gonna win a grammy probably right so like how do you feel how do you feel about that doesn't make me feel very good. Thank you. <laughs> kind of feels like a, like a, a betting losing streak. Don't you think? <laughs> it, it does not. It doesn't feel any. I imagine, I imagine it feels nothing like that. Cause it, yeah, it sucks. I've had a rough week, but you know, this is your whole life, you know, <laughs> <laughs> my whole life. Keep coming at you. me, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> it's out for you. Why aren't you on my side? No, I mean, this is not, this is not a good song. Not, I would not like recommend this song. I would not recommend train all of their stuff. But to me, it's just like, it's, to, I, I'm kind of shocked. I guess okay. could, like, I would be as shocked, like as angry as you are about yeah, it. Which, yeah. I, all right. I guess <laughs> I, I would be as shocked. Someone's like, I love train. I can't get enough train. <laughs> like, all right. Like they kind of suck. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. I, Paul I, Buckmaster was the one who won the Grammy for this. I mean, they were nominated. They've been nominated for a bunch of Grammys, you know, they have, they've been around a while. They sold a lot of stuff. I mean, the grant, we talked the number. Yeah. Grammys Grammys bullshit. Really yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's, I can see why it would be easier for you to just ignore it. Yeah. Where it's harder for me to ignore something like this. I mean, ignore it. I mean, I know that, I mean, I say, you say ignore it. I, this is not a situation where this song, I didn't hear this song. I mean, I'm in college, but for some reason, I still have heard this song a million times. The video got played a ton oh, in yes. a time. Yeah. Um, but this it, is like a Drake song now where you could do other things and it could be in the background and it's yeah, fine and it doesn't hurt you. For. But I can't do that. This, this like, no, this, I, agree. I have this beacon. It fucking like calls to me when I hear shit well, like this. It's a hoodie song. Who's the same thing? Hootie? You're not supposed to actually like, like you're supposed to just have it in the background. Some like, some people like this song. Some people like this stuff. People, a lot of people really like Train. Six million I think, people bought this fucking song. Yeah, I, I don't know anyone who loves Train. I don't think. know anybody. Well, we know this that, is man. why fucking yes, we know we know you don't know anyone. That's why I don't know that fantastic the, Danny there ever existed. Thinks that I would defend this song? What the fuck, Danny Classic, calling your ass out. <laughs> Thinking I would fucking defend this song though. Come on defend it yeah it's a strange i mean i've done 110 of these fucking episodes not including the like don't you know my taste a little bit by now jesus christ that's a strange so you're you're angry that someone doesn't know what music that i would like this piece of shit this is like the worst shit ever produced Hmm. it's really bad like this is gonna not the worst this will not like the macarena is so much worse if you it's not 
It is. No, they're so not much trying. More annoying. This is so pretentious. Some of the ballads we've covered is so much more annoying. He's like, he thinks he's hot shit. Yeah, he does. It's very annoying. I agree. I, that's not that, Macarena's not at all. This is a fun, stupid song. It, no, it's it. awful. It's so annoying. It's it, see, this song is never annoying like that. Oh my god! Like there, we've covered some like "Wind Beneath Your Wind Beneath My Wings." Is that song is like nails on a chalkboard for me? It's a better song. Than this. It's not. It really is. It's not. I do understand why you have a stronger reaction, but I think that's why I hate this more. It's because. There is nothing here. At least you can have a strong reaction to that. At least you can. There's nothing here. It's devoid. There's no soul. It has nothing. This is a cop-out. This is a waste of time. That's that's what this is. I'd rather hear a waste of time than something bad. No, no, me neither. No, no, I want you to try something. At least with Bette Midler, she's got a nice voice. She's emoting. The words make sense, dude. The words do not make sense here. Wind beneath my wings. Okay, it's cheesy, but like, there's a there's it's, like a metaphor there. It's oh no shit, really? But, yeah, but fucking all the whole thing. Drops it's of awful. Jupiter. It's all, also, what the fuck is drops of Jupiter? Egotistical song. wings. It's such a fucking. That's awful. That's all right. It's so annoying. I can understand. I totally get that song. Why. Angers me. I think about it. Makes makes me mad. I get why you're angry with that. I get it. I get it. But I actually, but I I give props to that. So is this gonna make your bottom five? Oh yeah. It won't hit number one. That. That one so that the full one, house guy. <laughs> that full house guy was so bad. That was awful. There's like nothing right about that uh, about that song. There's nothing right about this either. Remember, but at least it's recorded. Remember, okay. the name. We should probably stop calling. We should it's probably like, have his name. It's not full house. He was the on full, one episode of full house. The guy he, who, who kissed a fourteen year old. Yeah, he tried to. Was he tried to fuck DJ or oh, tried yeah. to? Yeah, he was like. He's like, yeah. Later on, yeah. He, I remember like he's leaving the house. Weird, like, isn't it? On yeah. Like he. I was and then he even kissed the eleven year old too. I don't remember the other Tanner. The other the Stephanie Tanner. Stephanie, right? Yeah. But who's the 14? It was, uh, was DJ. DJ, right. He was going to go right down yeah. right down the line in that family. Wow. Yeah. Look out. Look out, Michelle. <laughs> look out, Michelle. I think I made that joke on the, on the show. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, Train, uh, not good. Matt says horrible. One of the worst things I've ever heard. Fucking horrid. Hmm. Yeah. Like, Is this the worst Train song for you? No, I think Hey Soul Sister is worse. Um, cause that's even more pretentious. Yeah, hey, hey, so how do you get you, to you, you talk to women you, like that? Yeah. How do you no. like, how does every, like if I were a woman, I would be so turned off by that song. I'd be like, you fucking pretentious asshole soul sister. Fuck you. Have your own. Fi- like, what you are were, you? I thought you were playing it. So when, yeah. So when you played it earlier, as I was probably being too kind to it. So, hey, soul sister is, is not particularly great. Oh my God. Drive by is the song that I, I, I guess I, I, I kind of don't one. mind. I guess I don't know that one. If I had to pick a train song. That'd be my, my favorite. But, uh, but, but the, yeah, you're right. Hazel Sister's not good. Uh, no, the, I mean, the train, train's not good. Train, train's not good. Train's not good. Calling All Angels bad, too. Like, that, that belongs Are in. Are we ever going to cover these guys again? I, no, that's why I went hard this time. Because even if, we, even if we get to it, there's no need to. Like, I'm, I'm saying all that needs to be said about Train. We don't ever <laughs> need to talk about them again. Hmm. It was number five. Uh, this never hit number one, but we hit, I think, two of the top five. We've already, already done. Yeah. And there was, yeah, there was a reason why I did this one instead. Well, I wanted to destroy it, but, hmm. but uh, yeah, five was a, as big as it hit, but it, it, it was cross chart. Like, cause you had, it was on the adult contemporary chart. Yeah. It was on the top 40. So it sold 6 million fucking copies. Yeah. It was, it was played a lot. Like I said, I was in college. I was kind of in a bubble. We'll talk about that in personal story and everything. But, uh, but yeah, I, uh, I, I still heard the song a ton. Yeah. Like there's like five or six train songs that I'm like very familiar with. I'm like, Oh, that's kind of unfortunate. <laughs> I, you know, like they, they just been around the guy's been around forever and, uh, he keeps someone's buying this shit. I'm guessing it's, 
older women? I guess. I don't know. It'd have to be. I don't know yeah. who the demo is for him. It's It has to be older women. People like, and older women who don't, or just not paying much attention. Maybe like women like 10 years older than us, maybe. Because I could see like a woman like in her 30s being like, all right, no. Like he's a, well, he's, no, I only ask that because he looks, he's, he's, he emotes. Had a rough time. You know what? But it's just like, but I think it's like, it's, but it's, I think some people like, when we had this conversation in one of our chats, was like, you were like, I think you were defending like dumb movies. Like, oh, somebody just throws something out. Oh, no, 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 no. You watch this. Matt watches these fucking awful. Oh, I watched Godzilla. Watch the Godzilla. You watched well, the Godzilla Snyder versus cut. Kong. Yes. Oh my God, dude. It is so bad. No shit, man. I know, but sometimes you're just sitting there with the wife. No, you don't. Sometimes. I'm not. That's, I, that does not happen in my house. We, do, we don't watch, I don't watch trash. Like, I, like intentionally. I, for the show, it's not I have to, but I, I, I'm not going to like throw on like a bad, like that's, that's, not, that's not enjoyable. That's fine. Sometimes but I, I think do Well, that's what same people watch train. I listen to train. They just throw something on in the background. They don't really, they don't really listen. Don't care what they're hearing. But that's how I, so at how least, you feel. At least with, no, at least with those movies, there's like a spectacle. Like there's effects. There's, there's like it's big. It's interest. There's interesting visuals. There's oh at yeah, least that but with part that, it's also an hour and a half of your time. This is four minutes. You know, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, this is what it is. It's the same, the same part of your brain that that threw on Godzilla vs Kong and sat down on your couch to play. Oh, we debated. It wasn't just face. throwing on. It's like, ugh. There's not really a lot to. There look. is. A, there's ugh. a ton. I told you. I give. I give movie. There's ten thousand movies. You can fucking text me. I give you a fucking laundry a list. Hey, I am. I am. Go do sound. Watch Sound of Metal. It's fucking I know, fantastic. I know. I want to, but so I was what? watching. I was watching a movie with the bar, with Barbara, and she's like, eh, she wasn't into it. So I'm, I'm gonna have to watch it by myself. That's why. I want to see. I definitely want to see that. But no. I'm not going to watch any movies that you, recommend to, that you recommend to me until you see Phantom Thread. I will, no, I'm going, no, no, no. I, no, I, I, what? Right. I, 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 I won the Oscar show for that. I, I still, yes. I'm not going to, I'm probably not going to be able to catch. I will watch, I'm only, I'm down on my last Oscar movie. You are. Um, uh, and then I'll, and then I'm, I'm trying to watch some other movies as well so I can kind of fill in some of the, for the other nominees. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm trying to, no, I, 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 as soon as the Oscars are over, I'm going to watch uh, Phantom Thread. It's like next movie on my list. All I right, guess. Um, yeah, don't die. See, I watch good movies too. It's just sometimes I watch some bad movies. Yeah, well, some people I'm sure listen to good music. Sometimes I listen to Train. It's the same mentality. No one should listen to Train. No one should watch Godzilla versus Kong. At least there's some visual component. There's nothing good about this. There is zero. So you're, the, what you described was good about I this is because it's shorter. The parallel. Yeah, but you're saying that this is shorter. I'm saying there are thrown on. There, it's not a good movie, but there are redeeming parts of it. Like the visuals are interesting. Actually, Kong Skull Island is not a bad movie. Mm. Have you seen that one? Uh, no, I heard it. Just missed Best Picture. Is that what happened? <laughs> no, but it's not. It's actually it's not a bad movie. There yeah. can be. There can be like. No, I, I see. The Peter Jackson King Kong is not. It's not bad. I, I think yeah, I like it more than most people like do. Hundred hours long. That's that's the hard part. With but it was but, long. I, I enjoyed it. Though. It's not I, bad. I liked it more than I think. It's not bad. Did, but um, yeah, I, I kind of like that. No, I I don't, I don't have a problem. Skull with, like, got, well, Skull. But like to but to watch like something like like you know you, it's like eh. I know we debated. It was not debated. real. It was a tough. It it was reluctant. You know, I was not looking, but that will, that will the same, you know, someone else, like I said, who's not as musically, wasn't musically trained would throw on train the same mentality that you threw on Godzilla. It's the same, it's the same muscle in the brain. Listen to Nickelback instead. You'll be much happier. (laughs) All right. I think we can put train to bed. Yes. All right. Uh, personal stories. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, so this, we haven't talked about it yet and we're going to talk about quite a bit headlines as well. But so, you know, we're in the second week of October, you know, 2001. So we're really kind of, in the shadow of 9-11. Um, well, I'll hit it hard in the headlines, I prom- promise. Um, but, you know, that's kind of around. Obviously, uh, if, you're, if you're too young to remember, it was it was all people really were talking about. 
It was, yeah. it was everywhere. Anybody who survived like Pearl Harbor would know exactly where they were. The Challenger. Like it was one of those things well, where you just. The Challenger. Oh, but, no, but, no, but you know what I mean? Like this is not. I mean, I remember th- that entire day. Like yeah, vividly. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying. Right. Okay, go ahead. Thank you. Uh, I'm saying beyond that. So like a month later, people were still. It was still all that was on. It was yeah. still all that was being talked about. It was just. It was just. It encompasses you. But it really didn't encompass me. Uh, I was in college. I was living in my dorm. And when you're in college, you are in a bubble. Like you are just, I was playing honestly as much. I would, I watched, I probably watched the news more than most people in my dorm did. I was a little older than them and I was a couple of years older. Remember I, cause the last years, I, yeah. I, you know, I, so I'm a little, I'm a couple years old and I had TV in my room. I always been kind of a, a fan of just current events and news and stuff. So I would watch, you know, quite a bit of news, but even so, honestly, I'd be lying if I didn't say I played honestly, you know, I did what more watch the news played NHL 94, sure. my buddies. And, uh, and I, I, so, uh, as much as 9-11 was this looming figure for sure over a lot of discussion, over a lot of thought, big thoughts, when you're kind of just doing normal life, it just isn't, isn't really affecting you. So I thought what I'd talk about instead was kind of what I was really honest. What I was doing this time was uh, I was working for my school. I was the sports information director uh, for my school. It's got the phone again. Oh, I'm going to throw that fucking phone. It's not, it popped up. I, don't I know. know I saw, I saw, yeah, I was fighting. I was fighting. Um, so uh, I, I was, um, I was working for uh, my school. Uh, I was sports information director. So that sounds more important than it really was. Uh, I was basically, I don't say media intern because it's about that, I guess. But it was, I, were, I was at New Hampshire Tech in Concord, very small school, not yeah. even division three. So we're talking really small beans here. Um, and um, my job was basically just cut, attend the games, write press releases yeah. and send them to the, to the media. If we ever had any media, like sometimes we'd have Channel 9, that's the ABC affiliate. It's the only network affiliate in New Hampshire, by the way. Because uh, we get most of our TV from Boston, right? Uh, so Channel Nine sometimes would come to our our gym and get some footage of the basketball games. Uh, so obviously, I would kind of just help make sure that they had the shots they wanted, see if they need any kind of just kind of you know kind of glide hand those guys, make sure that they want to hopefully keep coming back. Yeah, really good, yeah, yeah. You know, really good advertising some, for the school. You know? School, yeah. Uh, so you know, kind of make Channel Nine happy, send stuff to the papers. You know, so I would do things like let's say the athlete was uh I don't know uh, Bob Jones. I'd be like, well, you know, and you know they were in New Hampshire. Or they're from New Hampshire. Be like, well, you know, Lancaster's Bob Jones, Bob Jones or yeah. Dover's Bob Jones. So you always want to put the city in there, so that way, like, if you know, if I send it to sixty newspapers, the local paper might grab it and run with it. That's yeah. kind of the mentality. That so, makes sense. Um, so that's like you know, but honestly, like you watch college basketball, you're just kind of watching the game. You get the, you know, uh, the, we had a kid keeping score. We had a kid, you know. So I didn't really after the game was over. I go, who had what were the point? To, you know, what, what are we dealing with here? They give me the stats. I run like right. You, could do, you do enough of you can do press suits in ten minutes. And then uh, so it, it, and it, it paid pretty well. What happened was the kid who was before me, who was doing it, he didn't want to do it anymore. Or he got another job, a full-time job. Or Yeah. Uh, uh, he, was a, he was almost done with school, so he was leaving. And I was working for the Nashua Pride, which uh, was the minor league baseball team in Nashua. I was doing that before I went to the tech. So I, I, I know it's not a big deal for most schools, but for our school, uh, we had just started the sports management program, and I was the only person working for a team. So I had kind of like a little oh, bit yeah. of like yeah, clout. So- yeah, in my, experience. Yeah, right. Of course, in, in my in my major, so I got out some special treatment. So uh, I, he stepped down. He immediately asked me if I wanted to do the job. I was doing Monkey Boy sales on the side, so I was like, call up prospective baseball teams, see if they want a Monkey Boy come. But that's a nine to five thing in the winter, right? So I had plenty of time to go watch games after five. So I'm like, sure, and it paid really well. I want to say I was thinking about it today. I want to say it paid like fourteen to sixteen dollars an hour. Yeah, not bad for a call shop in two thousand one. Yeah, and um, so. It was part time, but all I had to do was, you know, I had to go to whatever games I wanted to, you know, and then I had to basically just give my, uh, I couldn't exceed like twenty five hours. I think that's what it was. And I give my, um, that's still pretty good. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I just give my um my time card to my uh to my SI to my uh I'm sorry, to my um athletic director. Yeah. Who's also like the head coach of all the teams. You know, it was like right. basically two. It was you know, a small, yeah. yeah, exactly. So he would just basically sign off on it and I get my check. It was and the great thing was I was living on campus, so I didn't have any commuting. I was just like you know, walk to the game. Walk to the game, cover the game, walk home. Yeah. Like, it was just like it was and then drink yeah. all night. Uh right. and, and get ridiculously drunk. So like I it was like I couldn't have picked really an easier job. I probably didn't appreciate it enough. I kind of I mean I did an okay effort. I never went the extra mile. I just yeah. kind of looked at it like it was minor like real like really minor league. I'm like, well, I'm doing the monkey boy thing. I just work for the pride. I felt like it was just like I'm sure he did it well enough though. Yeah, I did okay. I mean, I ended up leaving the job like a year later, but I left on my own. I just didn't want to do it. I think I was leaving school as well. I, I was like, I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. But um but yeah, it was a really good, it, looking back, I'm like, ah, it's a gig that was probably a really good gig that I probably should have enjoyed. I think I looked at it like an interruption in my day. So like I would go have well, dinner, right? With my, my buddies and make, like, oh, I got to go cover the basketball game. Like, oh, so I go like trek to the gym, like watch this game with these like, you know, you know basically like a, be, like a high school game. It's the right. same talent. Level, yeah. Really. Yeah. It's like, oh, and then you're like, you know, you trudge back all i want to do is to drink at that point i'm like i want to go drink and i fought with girls and i'm stuck here like in this office like uh i remember you didn't know no cell phone you know i wasn't i was just i would go like in the office and like play on like the internet right like go check out espn.com and keep refreshing it looking for like baseball for agent news or something and um and then i just go and like get the stuff but, but i had to be there i couldn't like leave i had to like, be in the gym yeah so i'm like oh I remember like, I, you'd like picture this. So like there was um a door, it said like satellite auxiliary. It was like a, a like a closet. Yeah. So I made like a song, like based on like Dave Matthews band satellite. I wrote like, I spent like the whole game just like writing this song. Like it's like satellite auxiliary. And, like all of a sudden it'd be in there. Like, <laughs> I, 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 I would just like, like just make fun of people or I would just like, just be just an asshole. I was just like, I just didn't want to be, but I'm like, eh, I probably should have like, I don't know. Yeah, if but you, if it's a burden, do, do it to your best. Of yeah, your but if it's a burden, then you know I can understand why. It's they not don't fun. take the job. Yeah, but I can understand why you would. You could probably okay. So it sounds like you could half-ass it enough where yes. where you were probably good, fine, good enough at it, and yep. they, you know, it was probably worth it for you to just kind of slack off and do. Well, good I enough. was always there, so I yeah. Get that point, like, all right, well, he's, he's reliable. I never, I would never go to work drunk, so I wouldn't drink until. That's the thing too is like I can't drink until after the games. So I was like, I never really day drink anyway. Yeah. But I like to like after dinner, like immediately pop. Yeah. Like, like, all right, let's have, let's get the, let's do let's this. the party yeah. going. Yeah. Especially then, like October 2001 is like my, I, like that's probably the peak of my college. This is when I was at my absolute happiest because you, by October, you know, everyone in the dorm, you know, it was pretty small and, um, you don't hate them yet. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you, you kind of, yeah. Cause after a while you live with them for long enough and you're just like, Oh, you start to get the annoyance. So, yeah. Yeah. So this is now, you know who your buddies are and you're drinking. And everyone kind of has like a handle on like, um, how much like schoolwork it is like, and no one's like sure. stressed out about a final. I like the school at New Hampshire tech. It's fine. I don't mean to besmirch my alma mater, but uh, it's, it was too easy. It was just a joke. So I, I, like, I never got stressed about finals or midterms. I would just right. like, I'd pop in like hung over and gray face and like, whatever. Like, I don't give a fuck. Do make, well. And make things list. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't give a shit. But like, so everyone else was all stressed about like getting good grades. And I'm like, I just want to drink. So who's going to drink with me tonight? And he'd be like, uh, we're studying for finals. Like, you know, I w- people should do. Probably. And I probably should have, I honestly, I probably could have gotten better grades if I worked on art. But I'm like, oh, fuck that. I want to drink and like, act like an animal. Yeah. And they're like, eh. So like, I, then I started to get like, and they got annoyed. I think they got annoyed with me or I got annoyed with them. And it's just like, eh. and then you kind of like, like, you know, you see all the pretty girls. Like the first week, you're like, oh my God, there's so many pretty girls. Sure. Here. 
And then like by like by the second semester, you're like, oh, I know you know them too well. Yeah. Or you've already dated them and you're like, oh, I don't want any 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 of these people. Yeah. Like what's going on? I remember like the second semester, like, let's go because there were three dorms. Like, let's go to the other dorm. Because <laughs> yeah. I still want any of these people. I'm like, I don't like any of the girls here. Like, like I just don't want anything to do with anybody. You know, you just get kind of, like the close quarters, like that, you know, familiarity breeds contempt. Like you just get and like and I eventually I was just like I was like oh because I had such good my high school buddies are so tight like we're such good friends we always have been and I didn't have any of those connections with my college yeah. friends so it's like they were okay people and they were fine they were they, a lot of them were like good people and there's a couple people I would probably still go I was gonna say do you keep in touch with them a couple people on Facebook but like yeah, it's very mild yeah. but it's like eh. I just was like eh. like honestly I would I, most time in college I would just call my buddy Brian like by the end I'd be like, I had my buddy Brian like that's the guy I just talked about a million times I did Monkey Boy I went sure. to Cooperstown with and yeah, everything. Yeah. Um, not monkey boy himself, but the guy I did monkey boy with and uh, I moved to Florida with and everything else. And I'd call him, come hang out the door. I'm bored. So he'd come over and we'd play, you know, but like, you know, but I, I, was, I mean, it sounds like it's more miserable than I was. I, I, I had a good time there. I don't regret it at all. You know, I don't regret anything about living on campus. I think I, I got, I feel like I got a college experience on some level. Oh no, I needed to live on. Yeah. I think I'm glad that's a, I got that's that. Right. I think glad, you, it's good. But like, I would never like, you know, want to do it again no. or like, or I would never like, like, by the end, I was so checked out of it. I kind of wish I hadn't done it the last semester and saved the money because sure. I knew I was burnt out. And I would just went in the last semester. I just went in angry, mean, yeah. and and I got well. We're talking. About, I got thrown out for drinking. Like I, just, I, just got, I got so many. I got so many strikes. I got, I got bounced yeah, out. Yeah. But I just got. I, I think I wanted. I was like someone's of sabotage. I just got nasty. But by this point, by this semester, I was very. By this point, in October, I was. It's a good time. I was having a great. And it's so, you know sad to say that, or so weird to say. That, I guess on the. I'm sure a lot of adults are probably like, oh, 9-11 are very nervous. But I just, I was, you were, I was isolated. scared for the country, I guess, on some level. I was definitely like reading the news and being aware of what was going on and being like, this is terrifying. But it, I spent most of my time playing NHL 94, yeah. hitting on girls and doing this SID job that I was like completely checked out on. That's what I, that's what I, I'm going to be honest. That's what I was doing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wasn't like sitting Shiva for 9-11. Like, I'll, I'll be honest. I, I was very sad it happened, but I, I, I was like watching baseball playoffs games drunk out of my mind this week. That's what I was really doing. Yeah. All right. I'm going to say my story until uh, oh, the Patreon show. Maybe you'll pay for it, baby. Pay for it. You want it? Not me. I tell my stories for free. That's so good. I am. I'm a, I'm a quality guy. You are a quality guy. So we're going to headlines. You're saving it. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's go to headlines. Oh, before we do. Yep. Uh, what's yeah, I'll preview the preview the show. I know we usually do the end. I decided I want to do it now, I guess. Do so, it everyone. So uh the Patreon show tomorrow, I guess you said Patreon. Uh if you haven't got Patreon, I mean you don't want to miss Matt's story. I mean God, come on. I mean, God forbid. That's I mean right. you heard that great train take. <laughs> uh, my train take was pretty funny. It's pretty good. Yeah, it was, yeah, I don't yeah. know if we want to kill anybody though. Uh, that, yeah. I disagree with that part. Well, whatever. Yeah, it's strange. It's a strange <laughs> thing. Who knows? Maybe his story is something even crazier. Uh, <laughs> and uh, we are going to be covering Zoolander. Yeah, the, Zoolander, uh, which I've never seen. Right. So and, seeing, uh, and, um, oh, and, uh, a, a train zone just popped up my phone. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was an accident because uh, I had the playlist done. Uh, perfect. the Apple playlist. Perfect. Uh, it's still playing. Oh my God. You hear that? Lovely. It's, gonna drive, it's Lovely a careless song. whisper during Kenny G. Wait, train. I think he did, did a cover a of it. I didn't want to look into it any with further. Kenny G? It's the first song. I think so. Apple, when Apple's playlist, it has like, it was called the essentials. And it, well, it's actually pretty helpful because it has like kind of their top songs, but Apple is such a fucking, such a sellout. So they'll do like their most recent hit, the first song on there. It's not their biggest hit. No. They, no. If the guy's dead or whatever, they'll have like the most famous one. Sure. But like for someone like, like a still active band, they do, I don't like they do that. No, they, no. They don't put, that's not an essential. No. 
It's a, it's a cover of it's the a fucking cover. You know what happened to me is I'm I'm going around uh, the Google today, like looking at different train videos, watch some train videos. Oh, the train. Oh, yeah. And you know what pops up? Yeah, it's uh, Monahan there doing a live um, version. You know what I'm talking about? No. Of uh, Cin- uh, with Cindy Lauper oh. doing time after time. Oh, I want to shoot not, myself in the head. Like I'm like that. Cindy, come on. You're so much better. Uh, so we are doing uh, Zoolander. Zoolander uh, and uh, the song. I'm sorry. it's uh, it's uh, Izzo. What's it called though? Um, oh, Jay Z. Yeah, exactly, Jay Z. Yeah, so we're doing so we do, got Jay Z song and uh, and Zoolander. Uh, that's a Patreon show. Uh, this one's five dollars uh, a month, and you get a, a bonus show every week. Yep. Uh, and then we're, you know if you uh, if you can't do the Patreon, totally get it. We're back next week with a big one, baby. Do I know about it? Roundhouse Day. That's right. We're going, I think, to 1992. Actually, both movies are, are, I'm really excited to talk about both of them. Uh, Groundhog Day is uh, is the free show next week, and the other movie is Falling Down, the Joel Schumacher, Michael Douglas movie. Totally. Um, which, uh, I haven't seen that in forever. I have seen it in a while. Uh, I saw it in the movie just my grandmother. <laughs> that does not seem like a grandma so movie. strange. That's a strange one. My father's mother was an odd woman. Um, but yes, uh, so it's a uh, Groundhog Day, though. I mean, that's a huge, huge it is a huge so, one. Uh, so next week we're talking Groundhog Day. Good. Um, here are the headlines. Yep. So I went through and uh, a little different this week. Um, I, I went through the New York Times, the Times, and I, I kind of took, I took like the he- the headlines uh, each day because it really does tell the story of really what was going. On. I know I, I was playing, uh, you know, video game hockey and getting drunk. Yeah. But, so you couldn't remember this going on, but, uh, <laughs> but this was a nice little refresher. No, but this is, this, this is what was really happening. This is what I, I guess see a scene and every morning, but this is probably what a lot of older Americans, more mature people were probably facing every day. So uh, October 7th, uh, U S and Britain strike Afghanistan. Uh, Bush warns quote, Taliban will pay a price. Uh, Bin Laden appeared in a video and said, America will not live in peace. Uh, following day, uh, October 8th. U.S. and Britain jets hit Taliban sites for the second straight night. Uh, Tom Ridge was named director of the Homeland Security. Yeah. Uh, the following day, October 9th. Uh, U.S. to plan copter raids in Afghanistan. October 10th. U.S. shifts focus of attack in Afghanistan by bombing Taliban ground forces. I don't know why that's shift of focus. But that was the headline. Uh, um, that was verbatim from New York Times. But um, you can see it's all... Taliban, Afghanistan, and this like rate, this, this strike that U.S. and Britain are doing together, yeah, and just every day. Um, and then it kind of takes a turn here. Uh, anthrax found in third person. That's right. Uh, also, and this is something that I don't know how you feel about it. I remember this bothering me at the time. Uh, TV networks agree to the United States government request to edit future Bin Laden tapes. Yeah, I think that's bullshit. So the fear was that with that tape that I mentioned earlier, that Bin Laden was potentially speaking in code to other terrorists i in hindsight i don't believe that's why they did this i think they did it so they wouldn't create a panic yep. especially leading up into christmas time and affecting commerce things like that we wanted people to get, kind of get back to normal uh and that's censorship and i went so i went and looked at that one a little deeper and it's, it wasn't just abc nbc cbs fox news agreed to this uh msnbc i believe agreed to it yeah there were a number of networks uh that agreed to it and by from what it was a new york times article everything reading to by the way is all front page um, I didn't drift the front page. So I really want to really kind of keep the week in check here with this. Um, I didn't read any, it's, it's wild reading articles from that time. Um, because there is no, there's no debate and maybe there's no, there isn't. You're right. It was it's all like lockstep. It was wild, man. Yeah. It was like, you know, this is a pretty heavy. So this is coming from media outlets. Okay. 
And they're saying, here's what they agree to. And the way it's written is almost like, isn't it great that they are agreeing to censoring these tapes? Like there's no, there's no argument. And there's no, the tone though is so agreeable. It's it very strange. I mean, you had that, you had that nationwide. You had that in politics too. It was like, okay, let's, we're just going to oh. bomb people. We're going to, you have the leftiest musicians out there um, writing songs called Let's Roll. You know about yeah. going in, uh, going in and attack, like you know, bombing, uh, bombing Iraq. Um, not long after this, so it's right. Like, well, the, well, that's, no, what, but that's know, where things took it. So, so I mean, obviously here, it's it's also funny here because we talk about the, he's bombing Afghanistan, yeah, bombing Taliban. Uh, so he's going after the right people. Yeah. Um. It, you know, it's funny how the the tone the the story changes to Iraq a, a couple years later, Huge and it's shit. like, well, that you know, I'm reading through these articles here, and I actually made a point of it. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god. They, no one's mentioning Iraq. No. There's not one word of Iraq in any of these articles. No. And, uh, you know, it, it's just, it's just, it's really troubling to know, to read these knowing what would happen down the line. And Matt and I are both very against the, the uh, especially yeah, the attacks on I, Iraq. I mean, uh, we're both yeah, very yeah. anti, incredibly anti-war. I'm yeah, very anti-war. Yeah. I don't, I have no problem with the attacks on the strikes in the Taliban after, you know, in October of, nine, you know, 2001. I don't have a problem with that. Um, but you can see though, where they, you know, they saw their poll numbers go up. They see these articles being written and it go and maybe and it's on, and then it becomes Afghanistan becomes Iraq and then it becomes a whole different thing. Yeah. I've no, no issues with defensive force, but offensive force is a, is a huge problem. And you can, I mean, you, you know, it, it's right. We're 20 years. We're still, we're, we're, we're still, still in the war of terror, like it, 20 years, uh, October 11th, a Bush says he will halt the war. If Taliban turns in bin Laden. Isn't that interesting? That like, interesting. what a wild! And I don't remember him saying that. It's but it's clear right there. It's front remember. page. Um, he said that basically, if they turn him in, I will. I'll go, we'll go home, which is a very different story. Because if that was the case, then uh, I mean, I know Obama's the one that got him, but you know, was was in was present when we got him. He was in hiding the last few. I mean, he wasn't. He was a threat those last no, few years. No, he he's in go fucking anywhere. cave. Yeah, shit. he's in caves. Yeah, like I mean, you could communicate was, out, kind of, but but come on, I mean, it's not, not. Yeah, what he's we were. in a cave. <laughs> wild uh october uh october 12th excuse me uh so anthrax found in letter at nbc news yep uh also interesting u.s freezes saudi and pakistani assets which is crazy in retrospect because that shifted into the saudis are our buds pretty soon yes. thereafter it's like they knew very early on okay well you know we know where we know where the people came from who flew the planes, right? So, so we're gonna we're gonna go to that source, but then and then that it shifts shifted and it becomes so hard. it becomes so much less about Pakistan, so much less about uh, Afghanistan. Afghanistan, so much more about Iraq. I know, and it's just like what the fuck, what the fuck. Um, and then uh, so October eleventh, that's the the sixth day of these headlines, right? And I said it's found in NBC News. Um, it was actually found in a couple other media outlets. Well, that's when the front pages shifted. And it stopped being a hundred percent. And we're not. Oh, by the way, every paper, um, every front page. Yeah. The Yankees are in the playoffs. They are in a little tiny cut box, at the very, very bottom of it, saying, "Oh, Yankees always." But if this was a normal time, it would be possibly above the fold. Right. Um. But this is like relegated to the smallest amount possible. Um. Every single story was related to this. Every single, and I don't mean, and a lot of it was not even at a local level. There were a couple. Meanwhile, New York is going through a recall vote for their mayor. Yeah. Um, for the Democrat yeah. side, that happened this week. Um, there were some other things going on, uh, but everything, very little had to do even with New York politics. All world, 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 world. 
And then uh, it's like COVID now. It's the same thing. It just it took over the it entire news cycle. Yeah, uh, October twelfth, anthrax report widened, and by that last day, now the, the front page of the whole paper was no longer all war or whatever, all strikes. Yeah. Now it's all anthrax. Yeah. In fact, the strikes had been kind of like relegated, and you can kind of see how we kind of not saying forgot, but it became less. It became easier for them to do some shadier stuff with the strikes because now we're all focused on anthrax. Right. And then, you well, know, and sca- I mean, and scared, I mean, and scared people are getting anthrax in the mail. That's, that's and then Well, then it got sent to the media and then, right. and then the, the horses are at the barn at that point. Yeah. So it, it was, um, it was a wild week. Uh, uh I remember obviously I, I joked, joked around with the cult, but I remember, you know, all those things happening, but you just, I'm sure I wonder what it was like being an adult at that time. Some extent, because I know in college, I just always felt safe. I'm like, well, it's not going to get as sad as happening. Scary. It's happening, but I'm fine. Yeah. Like you were in college at that time yeah. too, right? Did you have that? No, same? I was out. I was out. Um, I was out of college. Were you out? Yeah, I was out. So your first year out. I, yep, first year out. Do you have a similar, or you, did it just encompass you because you were not in the bubble anymore? Yeah, encompass me. I mean that day. So that day, I was uh, I was doing sound at UNH campus. Well, not nine eleven day. No, I know the day itself it encompassed no, everybody. But I'm, from that day on, like from that yeah. day, it was just that it was all encompassing. Yeah, pretty much. Like we were watching the news the entire time in my house. Yeah, I would have the news on like two hours a day in my dorm. Which two hours a day to watch the news in dorm room. Is insane. I was in a transitionary time though, where I was still, I was painting houses this summer and doing some sound gigs from here and there. So I didn't have like a regular schedule. I was making my own hours with that. And so I didn't necessarily have to be anywhere every day. So it was a lot of, it was a lot of news. Yeah. And then when I didn't have to be anywhere, like for classes, we would just like hang out and play video games. I would, and then at night I watched the playoffs, but I remember during the day, I guess like from 10 to noon when my buddies were still sleeping, whatever. And I was, I would watch like a lot of news yeah. then. Um, but other than that, like that was, no, it was all encompassing. Yeah. Um, other adults or older people older than I have the same experience. I think probably around this time I had buddies who were volunteering to go to New York to help like try to retrieve bodies and like, you know, try to assist. Um, you didn't want to do that. Towers. Huh? I considered it. Yeah. We, yeah. Ta- we, t- we, t- we talked about too many buddies and I, I mean, we weren't serious. Though, no, I, I had buddies who went. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, yeah, I considered it. Probably good you didn't go. I'm glad. I mean, I just don't know how much good like one. I I don't know how you know how cool the sick. effort was, and yeah, probably. I mean, they did. I mean, they, you know, yeah. all the you know, John Stewart as annoying as he is on Daily Show, or whatever. Like, he's done some heroic stuff fighting for those people that um, our government has completely fucked over. Yeah, where you know these people are dying of cancer, and they're saying, well, you don't know if it came from you know this guy's like 48 and dies of cancer, the same cancer that took down you know 100 other guys that are 48. Right. <laughs> We're talking about, you know, it's not just like random people, like your friends, like we're talking yeah. like cops, you know, first responders that were, yeah. were right. You know, like, you know, they were there. Like, yeah, no, this guy, you know, all of you happen to get this rare form of lung cancer. What the fuck are you doing? Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Give them the money. Like they're heroes. They're fucking, they yeah. were there when you like, uh, uh, that's awful. But yeah, it seems like you know, obviously the buildings, you know, have stuff in them. And of course. Yeah. And you're just, yeah, you're breathing that all in. Terrifying stuff. Um, obviously an awful, uh, time. Um, but, uh, everyone experienced them differently. So I, I did kind of at least want to give my experience, which I think is atypical, unique, unique to a, but yeah, probably very similar to any, I'm sure other people went to college would have the same experience I did. But then if you're in the workforce, it's entirely different than if any, you are, if someone doing something else. Yeah. Any younger, like if you were in high school or still living at home, I think it would have been, it inundated your life a lot more, but because you were not there, cause you were in like a very bu- uh, bubble, I think your experience was, was more unique. There would be less people who had the, that similar experience. I think they, my sister was in high school. She was young. I think she might have been like a freshman right around mm-hmm. there. Um, yeah, she would have been like a freshman yeah, or sophomore. Yeah. Um, she 
I, I don't know. I think, I think in high school, you're kind of doing high school stuff. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I think when you get home, when you get home well, you're, you're going to classes, you're talking, you know, you're probably talking about, you know, you kind of, when you're a kid, you kind of, you, you see, you see in the news, I'm sure, don't get me wrong, even for me in college, 9-11 was a major part of my, my, my that's, that's, you know, my life at the time, yeah. but it wasn't, it, it was probably very different for you. Or imagine yeah. someone living in New York or someone, you know. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, I had a buddy, I had, I had buddies who were living in New York. Not, not close, but yeah. I mean, yeah. And, you know, when I lived, when I lived in New York, I, yeah. I met people who lost their parents and stuff. You're like, oh my God. You know, so, you know, that's a whole different world. But, um, yeah, someone in New Hampshire going to college? Different. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, bleak times. All right. Um, not bleak is going to be Zoolander. Hopefully. I don't know. We'll find out. I've never seen it. Uh, we're doing that uh, for the Patreon show tomorrow. And then we're back on Wednesday with Groundhog Day, baby. See you then.